Welcome to the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. Now sit back, relax, and rewind your mind. Reminisce with friends you didn't even know you had. And if you weren't there, then this is news to you. Hey there, how you doing? This is Mikey. I'm Corey. And we are here with the, another episode of the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. And uh, a little bit different uh, scenario today. Our, our nice weather studio has been overtaken with crafts. So it's... it's our winter it's, weather studio has been taken over by my sleeping kid. Yeah, so we can't record in our normal spots, so... It's nice outside, so we just uh, moved uh, everything outside, and we're sitting on the back deck. We've got our beverages. Uh, uh, I, I have my, my Miami Cola Bang. I don't know what the hell you're drinking out of that gigantic He-Man cup that you got there. Water. Or Water. My, my Slurm. Slurm. It's highly addictive. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Slurm. What the hell is Slurm? It's from Futurama. Oh, okay. Was well, it highly addictive? Yes. Oh, okay. It comes from the nipples of a giant alien worm. That's fucking disgusting. It is. They have Slurms McKenzie. Wow. He never gets to sleep. He's always got a party. <laughs> I used to be a Slurm McKenzie. <laughs> so, we, uh, we decided that today, well, well, we had kind of a full day today. We did. Um, I've had a full week. I've been quite the social butterfly. Uh, between uh, just, you know, visits with, with friends and uh, wrestling events. And last <laughs> night doing a paranormal investigation in a haunted jail. Wrestling with friends. Well, that happens too. <laughs> um, I, uh, I'm, I'm fucking exhausted. And then... I got a couple hours of sleep, and then we went to the, the Midwest uh, Collectibles Toy Show earlier. Which, which was fun. That was a blast. We did some live streaming. You may have seen that a couple weeks ago when we did the live stream from the Toy Show. Well, that's that's today. That's today. So you get it like a month later. Yes. But we, uh, think, we think it's a month later. Well, it'll be somewhere around a month later, yeah. three weeks later, something like that, a couple weeks. Depends on when I put this in. But uh, so, so we did that, and strange thing. We went to a toy show. Neither one of us bought anything. No, we didn't buy shit. We went. We saw our, our friends and and great supporters and listeners of the show. We did some uh, live streams with them, and uh, we left. We yeah. went and got wings. Yeah, we went and got wings, and so that's weird because normally we walk out of there with like armloads of shit. Yes, I usually but... find you know some kind of horror collectible that I need or some some retro you know something and you usually find everything I found a bunch of stuff I wanted to get yeah just don't have the room yeah that's a problem I you know you you really don't have room mm -mm. No, I'm completely out of space you're out of space I need to build some shelves and I, I'll, I'll get that done like I said you know you've been saying that since episode one I know and I did get some built, but I put my oddities collection on them. Uh, before this, I had a couple shelves in my bedroom, and I had my oddities collection, which consists of uh, uh, 
taxidermied and mummified and petrified animals. Uh, some of them are uh, in jars of, of solution, alcohol or, or whatnot. Um, I, I have a, uh, a petrified uh, fossilized uh, walrus penis. Um, That's amazing. Thing, things like that. Uh, you know, I got a chunk of, uh, of human brain with, uh, with Alzheimer's disease. Just, you know, weird things. I've got some haunted dolls and jack-in-the-boxes and whatnot. And this stuff was all in my bedroom. Now, I'm okay with that stuff being in my bedroom. Yes. You know, it doesn't bother me. Nobody else was. Yeah, it's kind of hard getting company to come over and hang out when you got all this weird shit in your bedroom. So I moved it out to the living room where it belongs. You know, the living room slash theater room slash whatever, commons area. <laughs> Common area. It just, you know, the, the big room in my house. I have a big room, I have a bathroom, and I have a bedroom, which is also a big room. So. With a giant, giant, super enlarged bed. Yeah, I got a huge bed. I built it. It's a double-double. It uses two double mattresses. Seven foot, it's seven foot long and nine foot wide. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and it's about three foot off the ground. So when I fall out of bed, I fucking hit hard. That's funny. The problem is I don't fall out of bed because normally where I would roll, yeah, I just roll onto the other mattress. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, 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 there's half of my bed I've never slept on. I just sleep in the middle. Well, there's a seam there. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, I yeah, but uh, yeah, half my bed I've, I've not slept on. I, I store snacks there. That's funny. I, yeah, I, I have I have <laughs> I have food there. You've got McDonald's and Ho Hos and yeah, fuck yeah, Ding Dongs and there's a Ding Dong in my bed. That's I for bet, damn sure. I bet there is. <laughs> so, what we thought we'd do today, since I'm kind of fucking delirious from sleep, and we didn't really plan because you know we we didn't know if we were going to record because we had shit to do. Um, we're just going to kind of wing it. And something that recently came up. You you just watched the Mortal Kombat movie. I did. It, it just came out... Two days ago? A couple days ago, as of the time we're recording right now. And what would you think of it? I haven't seen it yet, but without spoiling it too much, or at all, because we don't want to do that. We don't want to be that guy. No. Um, I'll tell you how it ends, though. Finish him? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Finish him! So... No, I, I, thought, it, I it? thought it was good. I thought it was a really good movie. Okay. Um... You know, it's not exactly like the like the game, which you wouldn't expect it to be. Right. You know, it's got a good story, and it, it was. I thought it was done very well. Well acted. Yeah. Contender for uh, what do they get? A Grammy or uh, no? They get an Oscar. Oscar Oscar winner? Do you think? Oscar winner? No, they're probably up for a Slammy. They're gonna get a Slammy. They're gonna get a Slammy. That's cool. We get a body. We got a potty award. Oh, we get a potty award? We did. We got a potty award. All the uh, Cloud Shotters from the Cloud Shotters Podcast oh, yeah. Network. They, everybody everybody was a winner. Yeah. We're, we, all, we're all we're all the best podcast. We're all the best podcast in our respective field. Um, we got best uh, best retro discussion podcast, we I did. believe. Um, yeah. So, everybody, congratulations to everybody once again, because that's a, truly a great award uh, when you can make shit up and give it to yourself. Yes. It's always good. I know a lot of I know people that have uh, based their whole careers on that, you know, making shit up and giving themselves awards. Weather Channel, yeah, they Weather Channel's one. Uh, I've I've known some very prominent uh, uh, people in the martial arts field that uh, basically paid to give themselves an award. They got like black belt Hall of Fame shit. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, there's like a there's a there's a, a martial arts Hall of Fame, 
that if you pay the money, they'll induct you. Holy crap. And they'll induct you as many times as you pay. So you could be like a 10-time of this certain Hall of Fame. 13 time. Yeah, 13-time, you know, whatever. I can't even remember what it, I don't even know if it's still around. But I know people that have done that and uh, and then advertised, you know, Hall of Fame, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, when you, if you research it at all, it's you, you bullshit. You paid to get in it, dude. Yeah, you paid to get in that shit. So that's kind of a good segue to what we're going to talk about today is uh, martial arts fighting. Because in the, uh, in the, I would say the late 80s to the early the 90s, 90s, mainly the 90s, video games took a turn. They were no longer the side scroller. Well, they, the, the side scrollers and the, the, the level the play. Fam, the little kid games. Yeah, they were still around. You know, the Pac-Man and but Donkey they, Kong. But and they, they went for more of a mature, more, more older audience. Yeah, they, they started getting into the fighting games. And... Some of these things are pretty damn graphic. Yeah. Some of them were a lot of fun. Some of them were too hard. I remember some of them would be, you'd have to get, like, they had, like, an NC-17 rating. That's when, like, when all the ratings and stuff started coming out for the games. Yes, yes. Especially the uh, the home console games. Yeah. But this was arcade. The arcade just exploded with all these fighting games. Mm-hmm. And they were all the same basic concept. You know, most of them a six-button layout uh, with increasing intensity of... Which most of us only used the one button. Yep. Yep. Most leg of, sweep. Leg sweep, low sweep, and high punch. Yep. That, that was it. And you could win every time. Pretty much. You didn't have to know the special moves. It helped to know some of them, but there was there would be a combination of moves, but you could just do basic punching and kicking and win. Yeah. If you were good enough and fast enough. So we thought we'd kind of go through some of those games. And then you'd get that one guy who... Would just hit you with all the special moves, throwing shit at you and fireballs, yeah, lasers, fucking lasers, lasers through lasers at you, fucking throw lasers. You can throw a laser, thunderbolts and lightning, thunderbolts and lightning. Very very frightening. Yes, you can throw all that shit. You can, it, if you have the special skills. You skills. You gotta have skills. You gotta know which buttons to hit. It was usually up up down down left right left right A B select start. What? No wait, that was contra. Okay. <laughs> but no, we thought we'd go over some that were very popular. We'll talk about Mortal Kombat later uh, in the second half, along with another, I would say, one of the most popular, popular fighting, fighting games. games ever. Pac-Man. Uh, Pac- yeah, Pac-Man. Pac-Man could be a full contact sport. It should have been. Yeah, I, that would have been great. But we thought we'd talk about some that were well-known and maybe some that weren't as well-known. Uh, I know there's some on this list that... You know that you've played that I've never heard of. You know what? We actually need to talk about Pac-Man because he turned 40 this year. Did he? He did. Well, happy birthday, Pac-Man. I hope you get a special power pellet and uh, some loving from, from the missus. She swallows. Yeah, but she only has that one motion. Hey, maybe he likes a little bit of teeth. I don't think they had teeth. You don't know that. This is true. In the cartoon, they did. They did. And she had... Luscious cherry lips. She did. They did kiss in in the Miss Pac-Man. Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah at the they, end. They kind of bump into each other. Yep. Well, it's, a bit, it's like the, the end of the first stage. They, yeah. They bump into each other. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about that. Sex life of, of Pac-Man. That's the next episode. Uh, porn in Pac-Man. <laughs> now, like we said, the arcades, they just kind of exploded with these fighting games. Towards the end of the 90s, I remember... 
I don't even remember what they were called, but it was like a motion capture game. They had like a cage around the top with motion sensors. Yeah. And then you would have, there was, I know there was a boxing game, there was a sword fighting game, and there was uh, a gun, gun game. A shooting game. Yeah, a shooting game. And to, like, if you wanted to hide in the shooting game, you actually had to crouch down. And this thing would sense where you were, and it would yeah, crouch down. And you had a gun in your hand. The boxing game, you had these big boxing gloves, obviously. And the sword fighting game, you had, like, a hilt of a sword. I was pretty good at the boxing game. I was better at the sword fighting game. And the shooting game, I was okay at. I would have just been making fun of you and calling you a jackass because you look like a big dummy. Well, that happened. You get so into the game... Because, I mean, you were moving. They even told you how many calories you burned at the end of the game. But you were moving, and you got into the game, and, you know, you're ducking and, and hiding. And, uh, like, I studied, I have studied some sword fighting, so I knew how to do it. This thing would actually sense where the sword was yeah. and where you were. And if you, like, slid to the side and put a block up, it would let you do whatever moves. So I could do actual moves that I knew and see them on the screen. It was kind of cool. Oh, nice. But you would get it so into it that you would just be into, you know, focused on the screen, and you get all done, and you'd be sweating, and you'd be, I mean, you'd be sweating like you were watching cops. I mean, you were just, you were out of sweating, breath. Sweating, you're out of breath. Yeah, and you turn around. food. Yeah, you turn around, and there's like a dozen people standing there watching you, and it's like, yeah, you got high score, but you're still a jackass. Kind of like playing Guitar Hero. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like playing Guitar Hero around people. I didn't either. I would play it by myself. I, I love playing it, but not around people. So those were those were fun games. Did you, you ever play any of those? I never played any of those. They. I didn't play like a virtual game until like I got the Xbox Connect. And you put the headset on. No, that was a PlayStation. Okay. The Xbox was just like I had a sensor. Oh, okay. And you could do everything in front of it. Oh, like the. Uh, the, the Jedi game we used to play. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, that was fun. Where we were the Rancors and we were jumping up and down and yes. my wife was making fun of us. Yeah. Yes, yes, that was fun. The game was awesome. So, we, like I said, we thought we would, you know, we'd go over some of these different games um, because the arcade changed. It went from, like, the Pac-Man and the Donkey Kongs and things like that. Don- yeah, the Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, the Street Fighters, or not Street Fighters, but, um, like, um, 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 Dig Dug, Dig Dug, yeah, Centipede, the the Space Invaders. That's what I meant. Space, Space. yeah, it, it would, it went from those classic games to this new thing. You still had, you had the classics still. You still had the classics, and you still had the great, you know, uh, arcade staples like skee ball, and the basketball game, the basketball game. Yes, that thing. Uh, we're gonna we're just gonna get off track right away. Yeah, you know. Yeah, this is gonna be a weird show because it's you know we're about twenty episodes in or so. They should be used to it. Yeah, you guys are used to it. So, the basketball game. I couldn't make a basketball save my ass, but How I you make a basketball. Well, a basket. Okay, I, I, I'm not familiar with the game. I'm tired. God damn it! So I can't, I can't make a basketball save my ass. I can't make a basketball. I don't. I don't have like rubber crafting skills. No. So. I heard basketballs are made from cow butts. Cow butts? Or udders. Butt or an udder. It's two different things. Butter? But <laughs> I, I can't believe it's not butter. All right, never mind. I've got a story about that. I'll tell you I'll tell you off air. Um so but udder. That basketball game, I, I can't make a basket. But if you could hit the rim of the basketball hoop 
and make that net shake, there was a sensor in there, Yeah. it would score it. So I concentrated more on hitting the rim because it was easier to hit. Yeah. So I concentrate more on hitting that rim and shaking that basket. I get tickets. Nice. Yeah. Cheater. 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 I'm not the one that would crawl behind the fucking skee-ball machine and steal tickets. That's not cheating. That's just being smart. Being smart. Being little. Being able to fit. You can't do that no more. No, no, I don't fit back there. Back, back, back when you fit behind the ski ball machine. Now I find little. Now I find kids to do it. Yeah, go back there and steal me some tickets. <laughs> I, want, I want. I need five hundred tickets. I want a lollipop. I need to get that sucker. I need. I want a ring pop. <laughs> five hundred tickets for a ring pop. That's about. And and you get one of those little uh, monster finger puppets. Yes. With a wiggly or a finger arms. trap. Those motherfucking things. I. I got stuck in one of those once. I couldn't get out. I believe it. It, it wasn't my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe it. Yeah, so do I, I. I'm kidding. I never. Put no, my, you're not. I never put my wiener in a finger trap. Yes, you did. Oh, okay. I got pictures. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got pictures. <laughs> no. It had to be a. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a fucking pool noodle. Pool noodle. <laughs> There's a pool noodle sitting right here. <laughs> I'm not going to put my wiener in a pool noodle again. Yeah, put it down. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe later. So, yeah, fighting. <laughs> it's, not, it's not warm enough yet. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not dark enough yet. I don't care how warm it is, it's not dark enough. So we're going we're gonna to kind of jump into some of these... Uh, Fighting games, some of them you may have heard of. Some of you may not have. Some of you may not. Um, we'll just kind of breeze through some of these you said you've heard of. The, the 30 greatest fighting games ever. And I'm trying to remember the ones that you said you... Did you remember Dead or Alive? Never heard of it. Okay, then we'll... It, it was... Uh, that was for the uh, Xbox 360. I wasn't a big Xbox guy. I wasn't either. Um, they just said it was... Really super good uh, animation quality back in 2005. Oh, okay. That was one of the first games that had online play. Um, but we don't remember. Do you remember King of Fighters? I remember King of Fighters. I don't remember much of it. Um, basically, King of Fighters was a very, uh, you know, basic fighting game. It was like it was like playing um, um, Fight Club, basically. Yeah, yeah. It was. They said it was, you know. It was a ba- it was just like all the rest of them. It just yeah. had not cool characters and whatnot. Uh, but I, I don't I remember it being around. I just don't remember it. Uh, did it have lasers? It uh, did it not. I don't no, think it had no lasers. lasers. No lasers. No blazers. No. no blazers. You remember Bushido Blade? Uh yes, I do. That was the one where the guy had the big hair. One of the guys did have big hair. Yeah, yes. and he had that big knife and that big sword. Yes, he yeah. was like a big ogre looking dude. Yeah, he was green. He was like a big green ogre. There was a big green ogre looking dude with like a huge, uh, like a Sinbad. I think he got mixed up with Blanca. No, I know who Blanca is. He looked like Blanca, but he was taller. Okay. Yeah, he looked a lot like Blanca, but he was taller. Uh, But he had like a, you know, those big Sinbad knives? Yeah. He had one of those. Um, I I don't know what they call those. A a cutler or a coochery. We'll just call it a Sinbad knife. Uh, It was a Sinbad knife. Big Sinbad, Sinbad the, the, the comedian? No. No, not Sinbad, not, not Sinbad the Comedian. Kazam. Not, okay, there there was not a Kazam. 
You're thinking of the Shaq movie. That was Kazam with Sinbad. No. Playing Shaq. You know, and I never thought about that. It playing, might be. Playing Kazam, which was Shazam playing Kazam. That, no. What was what the hell was the Shaq movie called? <laughs> Shazam. Shazam? Yeah. And Sinbad was Kazam. They say that the Sinbad movie never existed. I remember it. I remember it, too. But... But that's a different episode. We're going yeah, to do a Mandela effect here. Yeah. Probably, I would say, we do that in the next episode. We, we should. Next, the next one or two episodes, we need to we need to really research that one. But we'll we'll get there. But no, it was not. It's not. I don't think Sinbad the comedian had a fucking knife. You don't know about him, dude. He, you know, he, you don't know what he's got in his house. He might have a knife. If I ever meet him, I'm going to have him sign one of these, and he'll say, "Why am I signing this?" Like, dude, because it's a Sinbad knife. <laughs> Why am I signing this big ass sword? <laughs> because I didn't have my samurai sword. Randy Jackson signed that. Yeah. What's that from? Um, Step Brothers. That's right. We're going to talk about that one in a little bit. How about Soul Calibur? Do you, did you play Soul Calibur? I played Soul Calibur a little bit. I was always the guy with the, they had the like the bandages over his eyes and the weird knives coming out of his hands. Okay, I remember that. I, I don't I don't remember Soul Calibur very well, but I remember that I played the character. first one, but I never played any of the other ones. And there was a bunch of them. I mean, yeah, there was, I mean, there was they had, six. They had like Spawn was in it. I think um, Freddy and Jason were in it. Is that the one that they brought all the? Yeah. Okay, okay. Because I, I remember when they started bringing... They, I think they had um, Leatherface came into one of the video games. Um, I think Michael Myers came into one of the video games. And then Freddy and Jason. There, there was one that brought in a bunch of... Yeah, of a bunch horror of horror movie. movie guys. And I just wish they'd make one of those all horror movie guys. That'd be great. That'd be a lot of fun. I mean, they tried the, they did the Jason game. And then... The 8-bit Jason game? No, well, yeah, the one for the Nintendo. They did that one, but then they did one just a few years ago. Yeah. It was an online thing. You can play it online. I remember that, yeah. And then they ended up getting sued and... Because it wasn't authorized. It, was, it wasn't... There's a big lawsuit going on between the guy that created the original Friday the 13th and the rest of the franchise. Yeah. Because he says he created Jason Voorhees. He, he created... He created the character. He created the name. Yeah. That's about it. Uh, but he was suing, and so... Everything got put on hold, and everybody that was doing bootleg shit got sued. Yep. And I think they're trying to bring everything back together now. I don't. I don't know where it's at. Doesn't matter. I don't want another Friday the Thirteenth movie. They're they're good where they're at. He went to space. End of story. Well, then they did the new ones, which weren't bad. He fought Freddy. Yeah, he did fight Freddy. End of story. That's all we need. He went to space. Unless he goes to space and fights Freddy in the same movie, then, and only then, will I accept another Friday the 13th. What? He needs to go to... <laughs> he needs to fight Freddy in space. He does need to fight Freddy in space. Yes. That'd be cool. So if that happens, I'm, I'm all in. With the, with the leprechaun. With the leprechaun and pinhead. Yes. And... Cheering them on. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're the cheering section. Yes. So, do you remember... Um, <laughs> moving along. <laughs> do you remember uh, Marvel, Marvel versus Capcom? Yeah, Marvel versus Capcom was awesome. I was always... Either Wolverine or Chun-Li. Because I, I thought the other characters moved too slow for me. Yeah. I mean, the Joggernaut was huge. You know, you could uh, be the Hulk. Was Captain America in that? You can't be Captain America. Yeah, it was all Marvel characters. I think I was I think I was Hulk a few times. I would play it, but I didn't know what anybody did. Yeah. You know? So, it... 
Plus, I was a Wolverine guy. and Yeah, these fighting games, they were all about the same. Mm-hmm. Every one of them. Yeah. I mean, they, a lot of them had the same, you had the same moves, like the same button pattern. Yeah, there would be a, a similar uh, button pattern. There'd be a similar gameplay. I mean, it would be... Fight the guy and kill him. Yeah, the, the, the energy meter was the same. The, the buttons were roughly the same. A lot of times the patterns were roughly the same. Yeah. So you were just picking basically what movie you wanted to watch. Pretty much. Which, it's fine. You know, that's... You remember Virtual Fighter? I remember Virtual Fighter. Now, I remember the, the first one being very, very blocky. Yeah. Very cuby. That they were Is almost... that the one with the bears and stuff in it? Or was that Tekken? I think it was Tekken. I remember this virtual fire, because I remember they were they were very cuby and very rough, almost like pixelated. Not pixelated. Just... Very, like, almost clear. And very sharp features. Yeah. They, it, it wouldn't be like a... Like a rounded muscle, it would be a point. Yeah, everything was a point. Now the graphics it was like stuff. their it was like their first tri- trial at doing real people motion capture yeah. stuff. Now, again, there were people that flocked to this game. They would flock to everything that was new, and some people got really, really good, and they would stay at the game. We're not those guys. We are not. We are the guys that would come up and donate 50 cents so they could play another round. Yeah. For free. Because if you were winning, you got to stay. Yep. And the loser had to put the money in. And it it became another thing like we talked about in our very first episode where they would have the, the quarter tray. Oh, yeah. They would have to put quarter trays on these fighting games because everybody would just line up and want to play them. And they ended up making the console as they went from a console to the stand, the the big screen version. Yeah, where you stood in front of a big screen, you had like, and everybody could watch you get your ass kicked. Everybody could watch you get your fucking ass handed to you by the arcade badass, the twelve year old. Yes, and when you when you actually beat the person that was up there by fluke, you would beat them sometimes. Yeah, it was like oh, and most of the time they would let him have. A rematch. Yeah, and then the, you the thought you were shit. Like, then you thought you were top shit. Yeah, you thought you were top shit. He gets rematch. He knocked the piss right out. Yeah, because he just get pissed. Well, and sometimes he would know what character you had then, and he would pick a different character that was better. That than, was better. That he knew better. That would yeah. Yep. That would always piss me off. Um. Now we talked about Bushido Blade briefly. Do you remember Samurai Showdown? Samurai Showdown was awesome. That one... I think I played that... Before... I don't think I played that in the actual arcade. I think I played that on um, the Neo Geo. Yes, it was on Neo Geo. It was one of the... uh, That was one of the first ones it was on, actually. It was on everything else eventually. Yeah. But Neo Geo, I think it was its first... Neo Geo had some cool-ass games that the other systems didn't have. Samurai Showdown... I played in the arcade. That was the one where it had, like, the old man. Yes. And he'd get pissed. And he would hulk up. Yes. I played it in the arcade. This is one of the games that I was that badass. Oh, no shit. Yes, I could figure this one out. Because it was swords. I was familiar yeah. with it. And I could get a character that was a style that I knew. I was always the old man in that game. Were you? Yeah. He, like, rolled around and stuff. Yeah, and, and then he got big. Yeah, he got... He, 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 he took he, his hat off and would hit you with his hat. Yep. Yeah. If I remember right, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember this. 
there were there were there were different characters. There was like it wasn't just you know a Japanese style either. They had like yeah, they, the dude. I think it was it the guy, the American kid, the American guy with the the long hair and the red hat. Yep, and the jacket. Yep, and he had his own special oh, yeah, sword. He was like, he, yeah, I don't know if he had a sword. Most of them had swords. Most of them had a weapon of some sort. Now, they had like, you know, Indi- people from India that had a certain sword, and they had, they, I think they had Sinbad knives in this. And I, we need to figure out what the hell that thing's called. It's a Sinbad knife. They had, you know, the Chinese broadswords and the different the different styles of swords. Well, I would always pick, like, a Japanese samurai warrior. If I didn't, if I wasn't the old man, I would pick, like, the guy with the biggest weapon. Yeah. I'm like, that guy, he's going to win. There was an ogre with a club yeah. in this. But there were, there were like, uh, uh, like a, a European-style knight with, like, a foil, like a fencing foil. Yeah. I could figure out... I think he was super quick. Yes. He, like, bounced around a lot. Yeah. But he got killed easily because the, the endurance... Like, if they had speed or they had a good a good weapon, yeah, their endurance was shit. But, like, the ogre, you'd have to just basically beat the piss out of him to get him to die. Yeah. But he was slow, and his weapon... You, you could get out of the way of his weapon if you weren't paying attention. If you were paying he, attention. Yeah, I think he had, like, a, a tree or some shit. Yeah, he had, like, a big club with a fucking nail in it or something. Samurai Showdown was fun. Yes, it was. Bushido Blade was fun, too, but this one was a better game. This was... Basically, this was, like, a Mortal Kombat, a Tekken, or whatever, with weapons. So, it was it was a lot of fun. You okay? I'm good. So, you know, speaking of, of Tekken... Did you play a lot of Tekken? I did not play a lot of Tekken. I was always I always got my ass kicked at Tekken. So I quit playing it. Cuz I got tired of getting my ass kicked. Well, the the kind of the fun thing with Tekken, they had a lot of this is the one that had a lot of very diverse characters. And the I and I can't remember the names of all of them. But this is the one that had uh, it had Panda and a big panda bear. Didn't they have the guy with the white hair and the big mustache? I always played him because he, he would, like, call down thunder and lightning. Oh, no shit. Yes, I played him a lot. Um, it, but it had, uh, I believe it had King, which was, like, a, a leopard mm-hmm. that was, like, all muscly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But they, had the my, weird, they had the weird characters. Yeah, one of my favorite ones to play was Roger. Roger. The alien from, from American Dad? Close. He was a kangaroo. He was a boxing kangaroo. Oh, man. And you know how I am kind of concerned about boxing kangaroos. Dude, kangaroos are mean. Kangaroos are. I sent you that video the other day. Those kangaroos attacking people. Coming down with a parachute. And, and the funniest thing was, it's this video about, about Australia. And all the shit in Australia. That's, everything every, in Australia wants to kill you. Everything wants to kill you. Some of the shit can't kill you. It's too small. Yeah. But it really wants to. But every other little clip in this video. And the video is what we're like. 15 minutes long yeah it, it was kangaroo attack spider kangaroo attack snake kangaroo attack spider kangaroo attack bunch of bugs in the toilet kangaroo yeah, attack yeah you know I, I couldn't go to Australia the funniest thing though was every other video where it was kangaroo attack they said the same thing 
fucking kangaroos. That kangaroo, he was like, hey, buddy, hey, buddy. And it was just like, yeah, it was like beating the shit up. He's like, fucking kangaroos. And then it went after his friend. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the one that just hopped through the bar and like knocked shit over yeah. as it went. And uh, then the, there was one that like jumped up and landed on top of their car. And they kangaroos were like, are mean, dude. Fucking kangaroos. Well, they box. They, I told you, I saw that one box that man at, at the sports expo and it scared the shit out of me. But I did enjoy playing Roger, the boxing kangaroo, in Tekken. Now, Tekken was, where Virtual Fighter was very cubey, Tekken had that element to it. But it was more but advanced. It had, it had a little more fluidity to it. Yeah. And the characters looked a little more human or a little more animal. They looked a little more real. Yeah. The detail wasn't there in the first few. There were like, fuck, I think there's 10 Tekkens. There's a ton. Just like, you know, Mortal Kombat and Street Fighters. And yeah, there's Mario a ton. and... All of them. They, they just they kept putting them out. Like, like there's the one my kid plays, uh, Super Smash Bros. That's just a fighting game with all the different characters from all the different video games. Oh, really? Yeah. That's bad. Oh, Mario? Yeah, Super, that, Super Smash Bros. That's cool. Now, Tekken did something that was kind of interesting. They, when they when they they started out, they had you know Tekken one, Tekken two, Tekken three. They just you know, they started knocking them out there. Yeah. And then they went and they had the Tekken tag tournament, where you got to play two players. Oh you shit. Tag in and out. And you had a button that you'd have to hit to tag, so you could go so long that you could tag and you could get your your partner out and he could rest. Yeah. So you had to be very careful to picking the right combination because some of them didn't go together well you know they they, they i think they wrote that into the game that some of them just did, weren't compatible as a tag team but they had the tekken tag tournament was between three and four and they had three four five and these were all arcade games that transitioned into a home console version then they started just releasing them to console yeah and, I mean, they would put them in the arcades, but they would, I think they concentrated more on the console uh, with, like, 5, 6. They had Tekken Tag 2. They had Tekken 7. They started making more of a storyline instead of just fighting. They're more story-based. Well, you got to have a reason why they're fighting. Yeah, and the Tekken... I think it wasn't the Tekken story that there was a... Uh, there was, like, some... I think it was fighting like, tournament? I think it was like a fighting tournament or something like the guy with the white hair was like a drug lord or some shit. Yeah, yeah, and they... Well, they... Uh, I think it was the one that there was a fighting tournament somewhere on a different planet or a different universe and they sent people there. And Tekken? I think there was one of them where the, they did that. That was Mortal Kombat. Is it? They went to a different dimension. That's that, okay. Realm, different realm. Different realm, that's what it is. So Tekken was just a, a, a basically a fighting uh, tournament, and I mean it was fun. I didn't get into all the different, you know, the different uh, aspects. One thing that they introduced was instead of just being a back and forth motion, yeah. In Tekken three, you could sidestep not only left and right forwards and backwards towards the player and away from the player oh nice so foreground and background to avoid uh getting hit getting hit so they they did add that which most of them didn't have before that um and then tekken 5 they added rage mode where 
when you got near the end of your uh, your life bar, you could go into rage mode. You get an adrenaline you rush. Get an adrenaline rush just before you die. You Hulk up. Yeah. And then you drop their le- big leg drop on them. Yes. And you point at them and say, "You." Yeah. Tekken Seven had power crushes, which could not be interrupted by regular attacks once it started, and rage arts, which could only be used when you hit a rage stage, and then you would perform that attack, and then you would lose your rage mode. But you have to build it back up. Yeah, I think like some of my favorite, probably my in the last probably 15, 20 years, my favorite games to play for fighting were the uh, Dragon Ball Z games. I don't remember those. Those were fun. They were, they were on the PlayStation 2, PlayStation uh, 3. I didn't yeah. play a lot, yeah. And I'd play those, and I'd do the story mode, and then every other, you know, you know, like every time you went somewhere, you had to fight, and it was the same thing. Now, Dragon Ball Z had a cartoon before the video games, correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because so, Dragon Ball's been around since the 80s. Yeah. So it was a cartoon that was made into a video game. Right? That, that was a cartoon. It was a, a, man, a manga that was made into a cartoon. Right. That was made into a video game. Okay. That was made into a live action terrible movie. Well, see, Tekken was made into a movie. Did you know that? I did, and I never seen it because it looked terrible. The, the first, the first motion picture was animated. It was released in Japan in '98, and then they made uh, Tekken Blood Vengeance, and it actually premiered in the United States in 2011. Really? Yes. Is that animated too? Yeah, that was animated. I thought there was a live one too. Then they made a live action one. And that was, uh, it was released in 2009, but the, uh, it like, came to the United States in 2010. They focused on Jin, who enters the King of the Iron Fist tournament after his mother's death. And th- so that was the, like, the whole the build, up of, build the story. up of the story was it's a King of the Iron Fist tournament. So then it did other stuff. They you know, they had uh, uh, comic book adaptions and I like Man with the Iron Fist. That's a good shit. movie. I don't think I've ever seen it, dude. It's got um, what's his name from Wu Tang Clan in it. ODB? No, not ODB. Ghostface Killer? Maybe. Um, wasn't there an R R C A or R? Will I am? It wasn't Will I am. He's a black eyed P. Whatever. I my my. Uh, my Wu Tang uh, knowledge is lacking. I, I dig the Wu Tang. It's the guy who was he's, Red Man Yellow. Is Red Man a, a Wu Tang? I don't think Red Man was a Wu Tang. I think, but it was, was the guy who came up with the name because he's big. He's big into martial you know, arts and everything. You know, there's like they're all big into martial arts. They name their albums Band, like the, yeah. the 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 Shaolin Temple and shit. Oh no shit. Yeah, yeah. They they all they're all into like samurai shit. See, shows what I know. Yeah, we our, our Wu Tang knowledge is is lacking. Yeah. You know, you know that there are probably. A dozen of our listeners that are going to come beat us profusely for not You know, I'm just going to look it up. Hold on. Yeah, we're going to have to look up the, the Wu-Tang Clan so that we can redeem ourselves. And uh, while you're looking that up, I'm going to get... Raza. Yeah. RZA, is that yeah. it? Yeah, Raza. Uh, Eli Roth wrote that movie. Okay, uh, Eli Roth wrote it? Yeah, they oh. were the writers for it. Huh. I'll be damned. But yeah, he's the man with the Iron Fist, and I think Dave Bautista's in it. Huh? And he's the he's like the copper man. He turns himself copper. Copper? Why would you want to be copper? I don't know. It was copper? Bronze. It was bronze. He was bronze. Like a penny? Yeah. Copper? Yeah. But then... Did he turn... Like if he got wet and sat outside, did he, he turn green? green? <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we got Drax. Yeah. <laughs> Do you... Uh, 
Do you remember Darkstalkers? I'm, I've never played Darkstalkers. I thought it was actually a cartoon. It was. And then I was told that it was a video game. So, Darkstalkers... All I know is that the character has big boobs and bat wings on her head. Several of them had big boobs. Uh, it was almost like an anime-based game. Yeah. Uh, I, lo- I love this game. So, it... Darkstalkers actually took place on planet Earth, but it was also planet Earth was merging with another realm called Makai. Oh. And there from game to game, they kind of screwed up the continuity. But they so they ran out of ideas. Yeah. So the I you know the thing is they couldn't ever agree on why the the Earth realm and this Makai realm merged. Yeah. But the constant thing was that because they merged, the Darkstalkers could come into the human world. And what the Darkstalkers were, were all creatures of legend. Okay. They were some of the greatest supernatural creatures and some of the greatest supernatural creature hunters. And... They were trying to battle to determine who would rule the night. So, the characters that they had, like they had... Uh, There's one girl, she looks like a cat. Yeah, yeah. There, okay, so there was... there was uh, Ankaris was a mummy. Um, baby Bonnie Hood was a human, but she was like, almost like Red Riding Hood. Yeah. Um, then there was a cursed human... In Bishmon, Dark Taliban was a werewolf. Uh, D was a, a damp damfer, damfer, and that is a union between a vampire and a mortal human. It would be uh, it would be a male vampire and a female human normally. Oh, okay. Then they had. Uh, Dimitri Maxoff, which was a vampire. Yeah, Donovan Lane, which was another damper. Felicia was the weir cat. She was a cat woman. Oh, okay. She had she had, you know, cat ears, a tail, uh, very scantily clad. Most of the the female characters were very scantily clad. Well that's how they get their that's you know, that's that's their armor. Yeah. The more the the scantily more, more scantily, scantily clad, the better their armor. Better protected they are. Yeah. Now this one, I it's uh, the name is Lily. Now this one, this one's gonna piss me off a little bit. Lily. This is a uh, Jiangshai, which is a Chinese hopping vampire, much like the fucking hopping vampires in Rebel Vampire. That. Fucked up movie you made me watch. The movie's amazing. They even do they even talk about it on Joe Bob. I know, and I told him I was pissed at you for making <laughs> me watch it, and they they laughed. Um, I did I did hear that the reason that they uh, they hop. Someone told me it has to do with the uh, way that that corpses are prepared for burial in like China and uh, Korea and things, mainly Korea, I believe. That they it's like they bind their legs together. And that's why they have to hop. They don't want them running away. Well, but they want them hopping. Look like a bunch of damn bunnies. So then there's uh, there's there's Phobos, 
who is a robot. So, robo-vampire they are borrowing from here. They had demons. They had werewolves. They had zombies. They had a human marionette puppet. That's awesome. They had a blessed human, an alien, a, a bee called QB, which was a, it, they said it's a soul bee, uh, Merman, they had Sasquatch the Bigfoot, Shadow, who was a shadow, and then they had uh, Victor von Gerdenheim, which was like uh, Frankenstein's monster. Okay. So these things all fought. And they all had their own special... There was a, a Batgirl, too. I don't know if I mentioned the Batgirl. No, she's the one I was... I, that's the only one I ever knew. Yeah, I, I I don't think I mentioned the Batgirl. But, yeah, there was a Batgirl, too. This game was fucking amazing. Just because each one of them had their different... Like, the, the you know, they, they didn't have the typical, you know, uh, attacks. Yeah. The mummy had, like, a, a power punch where his arms would reach out and they would turn to snake heads and bite. Oh, cool. Uh, one of them had a uh, a thing where they would punch into, like, a uh, a portal. So they'd punch down. There'd be a, a portal would open. They'd punch into the portal. And their punch would come behind oh, the, that's awesome. the opponent and hit them. It, it was, I mean, it was brilliant. Some, some of the stuff was... Stuff right there. Yeah, some of the stuff was awesome. I had this one, this particular game, for PlayStation. It was one of the few fighting games I actually owned because I didn't play a lot of, of home video games after a certain age. Yeah. And, I mean, like, 16 to 18 is when I quit playing them. That's when you should be playing them. I know, but I quit playing, you know, I just did other shit. I went to concerts and I started doing other shit. But I played when I was younger. So this was one of the few that I actually had the, the home game yeah. for. Um, but I would go, to, and I, w- I would go to arcades because I could drive. So I'd go to arcades and play them because I wanted to be around other people. I was very social. And that gets me in trouble all the time. Social butterfly, you. I am just a social butterfly. But Darkstalkers, it did uh, turn into a, a cartoon. Um, they... It was it, it got great, uh, you know, high acclaims, and, and they it was very popular. And it, it, it was a fun game. It was just a different... This was this was about the time that these fighting games were really taking off, and everything was a fighting game. So they put a different spin on it and made it fun again. Oh, nice! With these mythical creatures and creatures of of legend. We're the creatures of the night. That kiss song. It is. That's uh, you know I shit I owe Gene Simmons five hundred bucks now. You do. I think that's on their uh, Creatures of the Night album. It is. There's, now, there's one other one that I want to talk about that you've never heard of. This particular game, we're going to talk about this one, and then I think we'll take a little break, and then we'll move on to our the, the main event, which is two games. Uh, and a really fucked up story. But this one, this game is very, very important in shaping who I am today. Uh-oh. Because when I went to college... This game came out in 92. So when I went to college, it was 94. Okay. So they still had this game in the Student Union Center. And I could get in there because I was a student. And so I went to college for a semester and a half. And the reason being, the first semester, it was new, and I would kind of attend classes, and I would kind of apply myself. And then the second semester, I was like, fuck it. 
Uh, okay. And I'd skip class. Go and play I'd, video games. I go play video games. I, they had, they had a, uh, a World Cup soccer pinball game there. They had, I believe, a Twilight Zone pinball game. That game's fun. I love that pinball game. They had a Flintstones pinball game, and it was based on the Flintstones movie. I remember that. Okay, with Rick Moranis. Yep. And John Goodman. And uh, they had another pinball game. Well, I would I would play the shit out of all four of the Adams Family. That was they, a good one they too. Adams Family one. So I play the shit out of all four of those pinball games, and I would play this game. It's called Time Killers. Never heard of it. Now, Time Killers, they had different characters from different periods in history. And they would bring their traditional weapons into battle. And they actually made a handbook that went with this game. If you stood and watched the video game, it would explain yeah. each character before you know, before you put your money in. You could watch like the, the screen. It would explain them all. It would go into detail about the origins, the backgrounds, and what characters that they were based on, if they were a historical figure or a legend. So they had Thug with two Gs. Thug. Thug was from 20,000 B.C. He's he a caveman. Was a large, powerful, prehistoric caveman. He had a stone axe, and he emerged from beyond the edge. He led a... Fierce and bloody battle. Is that battle. a flat earth reference? I think so. Uh, he led a fierce and bloody battle against a reptilian alien race known as the Troglodytes, and they were harvesting humans as cattle and food and for slavery. Didn't they do that in V? Yes. So Thug was a caveman with a stone axe. Leif was a Viking. He came from 829 A.D. He had a large battle axe. He was a constant thorn in the side of the undead legions of the Black Army. And they aspired to take over the world. He was based on Leif Erikson. Okay. Famous Viking explorer. Uh, Lord Wolf was from 1202 AD. He was a heroic knight from the medieval ages who used a broadsword. His family was murdered by Count Morbid who tried to conquer England before he was destroyed by Lord Wolf. That's morbid. He was based on King Arthur. He hailed from Camelot. And he used the mighty legendary sword Excalibur. Excalibur. Oh, they just call him the King Arthur. Uh, because I think that uh, they, the family has that uh, copyrighted. Copywritten. I don't know. I don't think they have it copywritten. I'm not sure. Maybe they, I don't know. They just didn't want to deal with it. Well, the next one from 1455 A.D., and I actually know, this is, I think, this is probably the one that I used, Musashi. Musashi's an actual historical figure. It's a, sword, a samurai sword fighter. He used the, he, he's the one that originated the two-sword method of fighting. Okay. That's the style that I studied. One of the styles that I studied. But uh, Musashi's a brilliant uh, strategist, the, the finest general in all of Japan. He... Uh, lost his once undefeated army to a horrifying dragon, but Musashi was protected by the dragon scale that he wore, and he traveled for many years to find the dragon and avenge his loss. So it was based on Miyamoto Musashi. And Miyamoto Musashi, just a little sidebar, he wrote this book called The Book of Five Rings, 
and it's it's a great strategy guide. It's required reading, or it used to be. I don't know if it still is or not, but it, it used to be required reading for business schools in Japan. Oh no shit! Because I remember you, t- you talked. We talked about this before. Yeah, we've talked about the Book of Five Rings. It's it, and I've read it a few times over my thirty-some year martial arts career, and I still do not understand what the fuck he's talking about on some stuff. Some of it I do, but some of it, as you age, it means different things. Oh, no it's shit. one of those books. You know, you know, you can see a book or you can see a movie, and when you're young, it's like this is badass, and this means this, and this means that. This this means I can fight this yeah. way and that way. And you get a little bit older, and it's like, okay, well, that's not what that meant. That doesn't mean go out and beat somebody's ass. That means this, and when this happens, then beat their ass. It happens. Talk about Musashi, and you just go and <laughs> rip ass. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> So then when you get old, like we are... I hope it picked it up. I'm sure it did. <laughs> when you get old, like we are, then you don't want to fight. It's like, I can't fight young kids. Anymore. I can't fight... No, I'm too old for the yeah, shit. Yeah, we're in our 40s. We can't fight a fucking 20-year-old kid the same way, you know, in their style. So you fight them your style. You bring them to your side. You, you know, you're... With trash cans and... Or you... Old guys... I'm, I'm, I go on record in saying, old guys fucking hit hard. There's because a reason. It's because we're calloused and we're calloused. Our muscles are, are mature and, and everything's hardened. Everything, yeah. And we know that we can't keep up. We can't fight uh, a twenty minute long fight. No. We're we're gonna get winded. Uh, and like my dad always says, fat doesn't flow, so we're not quick. Fat floats. Fat well, fat can float, but it's it just you're not quick anymore. Pennywise would have loved us. So you just gotta fucking end the fight as quick as possible. Because you get them hurting bombs. Yes. So that is what you know, kind of what the book of five races is. Ham fists. You do have a ham fist. I go through a lot of gloves. You've got a ham fist. I got Popeye arms. I got those too. You got Popeye arms. So okay. So that was Musashi. There's a few other characters here. Musashi Yojimbo. Rancid. From 2024 AD. No, Rancid's from 1994. This is 2024. He's a streetwise punk from New Chicago. New Chicago. He carries a chainsaw. His forehead is marked with an X-shaped scar from a battle he had with a man who committed a series of murders and framed him for them. He managed to kill the man before disappearing. What? I wonder if Tim Armstrong knows about this. So the scar is a reference to the Fist of North Star character Ho? Heo? Heo. Heo? Is it Heo? Sure. H-Y-O? Yo. Why? <laughs> uh, Orion, 28, Fist of the North Star is awesome, though. A.D.? Fist of the North Star? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, Orion is a space hero. He was grown out of a test tube. Test tube, baby. He loves riding the vastness of space. He became a fugitive after escaping from the police out of fear. When he tried to report an alien attack that left no traces of evidence... So now he is on a journey to locate the aliens responsible. And he has an electric saber. So he doesn't... It's not electric saber. It's not a lightsaber. It's an electric saber. He's got to plug that shit in. It's electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. <laughs> uh, Matrix is from 3297 uh, AD. A female soldier with a bionic arm. In place of a limb she lost in battle. Mr. Anderson. That gives her the ability... To tap into the commands 
of cybernetic foes. She uses a sword made of plasma. Now, in her time period, all the robots went berserk, and they began to man uh, massacre humankind. She defeated the robot that controlled them, but then she vanished. Then there's uh, Mantaz from 4002 A.D. He's Man. a mutant creature. He looks like a praying mantis. Mantaz. Well, she. I'm sorry, she, because she is the queen. Just bite your head off. She's the queen of an unknown race. The, the, uh, the giant praying mantis. The giant praying mantis. It's not an unknown race. You know exactly she who has, she is. Uh, overwhelmed the area, and they, 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 they're spreading quickly. And these creatures, they want nothing but to cause death and destruction to humankind. And to mate with everybody and bite their heads off. Yes. Um, she fights with her razor claws. And the final boss of the game, and this is the one responsible for the entire tournament, that plucked each of these fighters from their time period, is Death. Death is a Grim Reaper. He carries uh, one of those... Uh, Big sickle. Yeah, like the, the scythe. Yeah. And... You can only win against death by decapitating him with a death move or a super death move. What does a super death move entail other than death? Uh, I think if you fly while you're doing it. It just looks better. Yeah. Now, okay, so so that that's like all the characters. And Time Killers, it resembled the typical fighting games of I the gotta day. i got to find this game. But... This one was different because it only it had four buttons instead of was it six. Super Nintendo. No, this was arcade. Oh, this was arcade. It had four buttons instead of the normal six. Because you only have five fingers. Well, the uh, each see. button was a body part: left arm, right arm, left leg, right leg. And oh, there was five. There was five because you could headbutt too. So if you but you could hit like both limb like both arm buttons, and yeah. you would get. A more powerful... You get more powerful punch. You like kick the microphone off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> but you get a more powerful punch if you hit both. <clears throat> but, like, if they were holding their weapon in their right hand, you'd have to attack with the right hand to use the weapon. Oh. The left hand would just punch. So it'd be a weaker... <laughs> yes. So... Jab, 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 slice. Jab, jab, slice. If enough damage was done, like, say, to their arm, it would get cut off. Oh, what? You would lose a limb. So you could lose limbs in this thing. It's like playing LARP. And it's like LARPing. Yes. And you, they didn't, they wouldn't cut the legs off, but they would cut the arms off. And then when you got to the certain point in their time, in their, their health meter, you could perform the death move by pressing all five buttons, and it would cut the opponent's head off and in the round immediately. Oh, what? It could be blocked. Now, the super death move could you only block be... block if you got no arms. You had to have an arm. Block with your head. <laughs> block into your head cut off with your head. Blockhead. Blockhead. Charlie Brown pops in there. The super death move could only be executed when a opponent was stunned. And the super death move would cut off both arms and the head. You could do these at any time. You didn't have to you didn't have to wait until they were out of you know, like in some of them you had to wait until they were Low on energy. Low on energy. Yeah. You could do you could do these anytime, I guess. That's I would just continue to do that, push all the buttons. Yeah. Until I got it. Until you got it. Yeah. That'd be brilliant. But you could either knock the opponent out, do the death move, or have more health when the time ran out. That's how you 
one, and it was it was like most of them a two out of three contest. Yeah, this game was responsible for me flunking out of college the first time. So you, you, I wait, flunked you out of college. You your head twice. off the first time in the first round. You started to fight him again. Yes, that's some crap. I know, but yeah, this this game. It, you know, I'm gonna write a letter to these guys and tell them how much this is crap. Well, yeah. If you kill them the first round, they're dead. The, you got, it should be. They don't put. They don't put. Sew their head back on. Sew their arms back on. <laughs> well, Death is one that put them together, so I'm sure he he could do some things. Him and I are gonna have a chat. You and Death? Yes. Okay. Now there was a spiritual sequel to this game called Bloodstorm, um, but it wasn't. It was related, but not the sequel. Yeah. I've never played that. I've never seen. Never it. heard of it. So. There we have what we talked about, about half a dozen games. Yeah. And rambled on for like an hour. And what do you think about what, we, what we've talked about so far? Makes me want to go play games. I know, doesn't it? I know. I haven't had a, this strong of a desire to go play video games, especially a fighting video game. Yeah, those are my... Quite some I mean, time. I like those games. Like, it, like, like, if the reason I bought a PlayStation, I think a PlayStation 3, was because... The next God of War came out, and it was only coming out on PlayStation Three. Okay, and so that I think that's the only game I played for like three years straight. Now, my like a lot of video games, my issue with and this is a big fighting game. I mean, you're yeah. just going around and killing things. A lot of them, that's what they were. And I was, I'm all for that. Video, I have trouble with some video games because they stick with me, uh, and and. Like I've said before, the scary video games scare me because I get so engrossed in. Yeah. A, you're a player in the game. You're a member of you know a participant. Where a movie, I can sit back and watch it. I'm a spectator. This, I'm a participant, and I get too engrossed in it. And then when something jumps at me, I freak out. And you piss yourself. Uh, yeah. Um, sometimes I poop a little bit. <laughs> and you suck it back in. The other issue I have, especially with newer games, too many fucking buttons, and. I'm too old to remember what eight different buttons do. Uh-huh. Especially like on a home console where there are four on the top. There's four on the top. There's two triggers. There's two, two triggers in the back. There's four the on five, the back. Yeah. I, you know, they, they're underneath and they're, you got to use your pinky and your thumb and you got to control the movement. It's too much shit. I can't do it. And I can't ever remember what they are. So I find one punch thing that I can do and yep. that's all I do. Now the arcade version, they have a joystick. They have six buttons. They are clearly marked, clearly labeled. And they make it makes sense what order they're in. Yeah. So you can just kind of rest your hand over there. Arms are on top, legs and, are on the bottom. And you can, yeah, you can feel where you're at on those four, three or four buttons, and you're good. Six I think buttons. Whatever. Maybe it's I don't know if maybe the kids nowadays have smaller hands. Maybe, maybe they got more fingers. It could I should be. probably pay attention more. To it my could kids. be a mutation. Now, and, and I I blame um, what should we blame this one on? Uh, potatoes. I think, potatoes. yeah, I, I think they're spraying something on potatoes and uh, causing kids to be genetically modified and they, they give them smaller hands. You know why? And this is why. This is why it's on potatoes. They're giving kids smaller hands so that they can actually. Can't eat whoppers. But they can fit their hand in a fucking Pringles can to get more potatoes. Yeah, I can't fit my hand in a Pringles can. I gotta just dump that thing on my face. Yes. And then it goes everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're they're genetically modifying it so that in the future, kids can actually reach in and get Pringles out of the Pringles can. Thus, saving the brand. I like where this is going. They're saving the brand. 
and ensuring the future because they probably have all those cans already made up. Yep. And they don't want to have to change because it would be a waste of money. And then they'd have to get like square cans instead of the Pringles round cans. Yeah, and Pringles. I don't. I don't really. I don't think Pringles are made out of real potatoes, anyways. I don't. They might be. It's possible. We'll have to look that up. So, any any final thoughts on on these video games? No, or? I mean some of them. I some of them I had a really good time with, and some of them I've never heard of, and some of them I just completely got my ass kicked. Well, and and this this was. I mean, you could always challenge, like for Pac Man and and Dig Dug and Donkey Kong. You could always challenge. Yeah. But you were playing your turn, then their turn, then your turn. This is when. Video games came in where you were head on, head to head, playing. Yeah, you and your brother, or you and your friend, or you and a stranger. You and a stranger. You were playing head. To, you were you were competing against each other, not against like the levels. Yeah. It was your skill against my skill, and you knew right away. It's all a game of chat. It's like a game of chance, like playing chess. Yeah, it was Str- or strategy. Strategy. So stratego. Like this was stratego. yeah. This was kind of when when that head to head challenge gameplay came about. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, play that game all day. Love Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Love it. But as far as head-to-head, playing against another player and fighting them, the, these were the, the games. But if you had to play by yourself, you put that shit on easy. Yeah. And you just go to town and beat everybody. And, and have fun with it. And so, you know what? I beat the game and then you change it back to, like, hard. Yeah. And then you tell your brother you beat the game on hard. Yep. That's right. And always always be deceptive. Always be deceptive. With that, I think we're going to go ahead and take a little break here, and uh, we'll be right back after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hold on to your eyeballs and get ready to rip into a whole new fist-in-your-face reality as Mortal Kombat 3 bashes its way into the R-Zone. Use the backbreaker! Awesome! You will meet all your enemies. In this startling new dimension. They're right in my face. In the R-Zone. Here comes Wolf. Mortal Kombat 3 lives in the R-Zone. It's the most lethal G.I. Joe team yet. Capcom Street Fighter 2. No way. Wait. It's Guile, Ryu, Sangi, Blanca, and Dalcine. What's the Dawson? Oh. Some with real ninja moves! Hey! But Cropper's got Street Fighters too! Vega! Sagat! Balrog! And me, Airbuson! They look unbeatable! God! You know them, you love them! So Corrupto! Capcom Street Fighter 2 figures these sold separately! Oh, I like them! It's Capcom Street Fighter 2! What's tougher than a Capcom Street Fighter? A Street Fighter's mother? No! How about the Crimson Cruiser with Championship Edition M. Bison and Street Slamming Missiles? It's not as tough as Championship Edition Guile going boom in his Sonic Boom tank. Or the Beast Blaster. It comes with Championship Edition Blanca and Chun-Li and fires double trouble missiles. Street Fighter 2! Capcom Street Fighter 2, Sonic Boom Tank, Crimson Cruiser, and Beast Blaster come with Championship Edition figures, each sold separately. That's a lot of stuff. Capcom Street Fighter 2! You want them, you got them! 12-inch tough, snarling, savage Street Fighters! Ryu's ready with a Kung Fu 1-2! Wonka's gonna bump you! Vile Guile and you'll go out in style! And Wicked M. Bison comes out slicing! Capcom Hall of Fame Street Fighter 2 figures eat so separately! Hey dude, what's up? You know, I always thought that like Ram Man should have been a lot bigger because he was like ramming through walls and he was just a little short dude. I, I wish I would have made an action figure of that. You know you'd make that. Huh. Slime Pit Customs. Huh? Well, like... I love Captain Spaulding, but 
I wish that, like, he was a superhero. Dude, huh, slime pit customs. You know what? I kind of wish that they would have made, like, a, a green radioactive slime He-Man that was all covered in goo. Slime pit customs. Slime pit customs? What's that? Slime pit customs, they make custom action figures. Anything you want out of anything you want. So, like, slime pit customs could just make the action figure of my dreams come true? Yeah. Could they make me into an action figure? Yes, absolutely. Slime Pit Customs. Slime Pit Customs. Slime Pit Customs. Check them out on Facebook. Not everyone can be a samurai warrior. Not everyone can live by the power of the sword. Not everyone can die with honor. I, for example, make kazoos. I didn't think our marriage would survive. It was really awful. Both of us kept everything pent up until one of us would just explode. Hey, stupid! What kind of a meal was that? You were the... Then we discover Tekken 3. <laughs> this is for 40 years of macaroni and cheese. That's for never saying I'm sorry. And this is for your mother. That's for the loser that you are, Patrick. Thank you, Tekken 3. Hey, I'm Mike Fantastic. I'm Audacity Jones. We're the Russian Leg Sweep. Do you love pro wrestling? Do you? And you should listen to our podcast, The Russian Leg Sweep, on the Cloud Chowders Podcast Network. It's available wherever you find podcasts. <laughs> My baby! That's your face! Say hello, Snookers! <laughs> Good sport! Tiger attack! Or blood sport! Come to where the pain is, where heads roll as far as the eye can see and bodies fall like rain. <laughs> so when's your next tiger attack? Mortal Kombat Trilogy, the handheld game! Batteries not included. Listen up, people. This is Mr. T talking to you. Ever feel like giving up on something? Like it's the only way to solve a problem? Well, most times, quitting only makes things worse. Knowing when not to quit, that's always harder than throwing in the towel. Don't assume you can't handle a tough situation. You don't know that until you try. But you can't solve your problems by running away from them. That just makes things worse, not just for you, but for everybody around you. And that's a tip to you from me, Mr. T. You say you want to be a street fighter. You're no street fighter. Not until you've mastered the six world warriors of the Street Fighter 2 handheld game. Hundred hand slaps and rolling attacks, fireballs and hurricane kicks are your weapons. Beat three in a row. Zangi, Honda, Blanca. Then we'll talk. Street Fighter 2 and L game. New from Tiger. Batteries not included. Oh, you can. All right, and we are back. So, hello. Did, uh, did you enjoy the uh, the commercials there? I did. Yeah. Makes, you know, it brought me back to my childhood where I would play video games and eat Doritos 
Yeah. And drink Mountain Dew. Kind of like today. Kind of, yeah. Just hanging, hanging out. Snacking, playing. That's our, that's our thing, you know. It is. So and I'm okay with that. So when we started this off, you know, we talked about how you had just seen the Mortal Kombat movie. Yes. So Mortal Kombat, I don't know if it was the first fighting game. I don't think it was. It looks like it came out in 92. No, I think Mortal Kombat came out, yeah, probably 92. 92. I think it was 92. And originally, it it was probably one of the more popular fighting games. Oh, yeah. You know, ever. And I mean, still today, I mean, it, it holds its holds its ground. People know when you say Mortal Kombat, they know what it, you know, what the hell you're talking about. Even if they've never played it, yeah, they know what it is. It really was one of them that. Well, it's 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 been pop culture for the last twenty five, about the last thirty years almost. Yeah, so I mean, people they, they had that, they had the game, they had the TV show. Yeah, yeah, they and they had the movies and yeah, there've been a couple movies made now. Um, the original idea they they want they they wanted it to actually star Jean Claude Van Damme, but that idea fell through, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about him later. Yeah, but they just wanted like this fantasy themed fighting game that kind of paid like like you said it had actors in it, it kind of paid homage to certain styles. Yeah, I mean you know I guess I could I you know I could actually see. That's who they made in tribute. Yeah. Uh, they, they Because Johnny Cage is a movie movie star in storyline. Yep. So the, in tribute to Van Damme, they made Johnny Cage. Uh, it was the first fighting game that would introduce secret fighters as you advanced. Oh, yeah. Because so they're, they're all shadowed out. Yeah. Yeah. So you would go so far and then it would bring a secret fighter out. And it had so many spinoffs, so many sequels, and a comic book, a card game. We'll talk about the movies here in just a moment. They had a live-action tour. I wonder if it was like the Turtles tour where they sang and shit. Oh, that'd been great. Yeah. Finish him. Finish him. (laughs) Fatality. Motherfucker. (laughs) So, Mortal Kombat actually is one of the most successful and one of the most, uh, one of the highest grossing franchises of all time. Really? Yeah. The reputation that it has is that it's very violent, very graphic, and... Well, it's like I said before, it was one of the... It was one of the first... It was one of the reasons why the games, they started putting, you know, parental advisories on them. It is the sole reason <laughs> why they have made the software rating board for rating video games because of the violence and uh, the blood. You think Tipper Gore had something to do with that? She might have. Now, do you remember they had a code that you would have to put in to get blood in after the first one or two Oh, I think I vaguely remember that. They, they, you had to put in a code to get blood and fatalities. Otherwise, it would be either blurred out. There'd be no blood. No blood, more than likely. And there, well, then they had the, they had the friendship. Yeah, where you yeah you'd give a package. Yeah. Or yeah. Bro, brutality. Bro, yes. 
so it was one of the first that that featured fatalities. Yeah. Actually, killing not the character, defeating the character. You killed the and you killed them fucking good. Yeah. Uh, you ripped their spine out. Punch their heart out. Punch your heart. Set them on fire. Freeze, freeze them. them and smash them. I mean, it take was their soul. Fucking brutal. Yeah, it was fucking brutal. And the more, you know, the the more it uh, it evolved, because there were several sequels and spinoffs. Yeah, they had uh, animalities, where uh, that was Mortal Kombat three. Where the victor would turn into an animal and maul the opponent. Oh, uh, what? Instead of a fatality, in, more, in Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, they had brutality, where they would just beat their opponent into mush. Death. Yeah, they, well, they'd just... It says they would beat, smash them. Beat, them, beat them into pieces. And then... They had stage fatalities and death traps where they could throw them into the pit of spikes. Remember that? I remember that one, yeah. You'd, they'd uppercut them, and then they'd, they'd flap in the air, and then they'd fall straight into the yeah, pit yeah. of spikes. Or they would. They'd have, they had a pit of acid. Yep. A lethal finishing move where they threw them in a, in a pool of acid. Um, and then, in Mortal Kombat Deception, they actually would offer seppuku. The, the uh, ritualistic Japanese suicide. So you kill yourself. So you could make them kill themselves and save honor. So they, uh, they like you said, they also had non-violent finishing moves that you put codes in for. They had the friendship. They had uh, Mortal Kombat two. Had babality where they turned, they turned into, into a baby. Into a baby. Yeah, that's right. So, I think they pushed the envelope big time with the fatalities. Yeah, and then they were smart enough to they didn't backpedal. They just provided other options. That was smart. Yeah, and I think that that is probably one reason why they had the enduring success that they've had. Now. Do you remember the plot of Mortal Kombat? Um, what was it? It was a a battle to see who would win that to keep the realm or take the realm. There, there were there were eighteen surviving realms, and they were all created by elder gods, and each one had their own heroes. So Earth Realm, they had Liu Kang. Kung Lao, Sonya Blade, Johnny Cage, and Jax Briggs. And then there were other realms that had people like uh, uh, Raiden. Raiden was the god. He, he was, was the, the elder god. He was the god of thunder. And rock and roll. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a little kiss for you. That's, That's another 500 bucks right there. No, this one's a thousand because this is a Gene. Gene actually sang that. One. Oh yeah, it's a so that's a thousand. And, and then you said his name, so that's fifty. Well, I'm going to say it again, Gene Simmons. I'm going to charge it to Rex because <laughs> because Rex is a uh, he's a successful toy dealer. Yes, and he loves Kiss. So, well, every time we say Gene Simmons, it goes it goes to Rex. Send the bill to Rex. 
Gene Simmons. It's in the builder Rex, okay? Rex, Rex Manning. No, no, Rex. No, Rex. <laughs> Rex from Toys from the Past in Lincoln, Nebraska. He <laughs> our, gets, number, our number two fan. Our number two fan. Because he uh, doesn't like us that much. Well, and he says there's too much pressure with being the number oh, one yes, anything. Yes. So he wants to be number two. Which, okay, number two. Give me 1.5. Yeah, yeah or one, one and a half. Uh, he, he's, he's one and a half in our, in our fan base. <laughs> and he is the... Uh, the sponsor of our Gene Simmons yes, he's mentions. So, there you go. Little, little, little Gene Simmons for you there. Oh, we're, we're up to about eight grand now. Oh, Rex is going to run out of money. <laughs> <laughs> Got a thunder and rock and roll. Um, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't like Gene Simmons. I just like the music. I, I do like the music. I, 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 I happen to like that song. That is a good song. You know, Got a thunder. Got a thunder and rock and roll. Thanks, Rex, for the uh, the sponsorship of uh, Gene God, Simmons. Gene Simmons and God, God of Thunder. Kiss. 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 You wanted the best. Well, you bought the best. <laughs> <laughs> the most expensive band in the world. The most, no, the most expensive podcast in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Us. We, we have a good benefactor, though. <laughs> Thanks, Rex. Thanks, Rex. <laughs> He's going to fucking kill us. <laughs> So, um, we love you, Rex. Where were we? Let's see. We, uh, God of Thunder and Rock and Roll, Gene Simmons, uh, uh Raiden. Raiden. Raiden, yes. Um, so then there, there were, uh, Quan Chi, Noob, Salbut, that were like shadow warriors and demons. Yep. Uh, they had Shao Kahn, who was Shao Kahn, Shao Kahn, who was an emperor. Uh, Saito from the realm of order. They pro- they prize structure and order above all else. From the realm of chaos. Chaos. Uh, who the fuck was from the realm of chaos? It doesn't say. Unknown. Where the fuck was Scorpion from? I don't know. Realm of chaos, we'll say. He was kind of chaotic. But, so there were all these different... Scorp- I thought Scorpion was dead. I thought he was from hell. He might, I don't, well, yeah, at one point he did. He took his mask off and he was a, He's a skull. A skull, yeah. So there were all kinds of different um, different spinoffs where they did different ideas for this tournament. Yeah. But what, was it, was it the, uh, uh, oh, here we go. Well, this is interesting. So they had all the characters that we had already mentioned, plus several others. But... They also combine Mortal Kombat with the DC Universe. They've also had guest characters, Freddy Krueger. That's uh, what it was. They had, it, was Freddy, it was Mortal Kombat. Yeah, they had Freddy Krueger. They had uh, Kratos from the God of War. They had Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th. The Queen Alien from the Alien franchise. That'd be a tough one. Leatherface. The Predator. So we were way off. We thought it was Soul Calibur. The Terminator. Oh, yeah, that's right. Spawn. They called out Rambo. They did have Just Rambo. as fast as they could. They did have Rambo. They had the Joker from DC Comics and RoboCop. Oh, that's right. RoboCop's fatality, he shot him in the dick. That'd be awesome. He, he, RoboCop shot a man in the dick. He did. He did. Did you see that video I sent you? 
I think I sent it to you. It was a RoboCop. There's like the, our version of RoboCop, and it was just him shooting guys in dicks. Oh shit! And it's like hey, all these guys. There's these guys. They're all running up. They had no pants on, and they're like trying to, you know, whatever. And he just. Oh god. He's like, ma'am, you have been in a tragic experience. I have called the, you know, trauma. Yeah. Trauma team. Trauma team to come assist you. No, but I, I do know that you... And there was like 30 women. Jesus Christ. I do know that you uh, sent me uh, Robo Vampire to watch with a shitty knockoff RoboCop and hopping vampire zombie characters. RoboCop, Robo's, the Robo Vampire was awesome. You just fell asleep. Oh, no. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> It was fucking horrible. Uh, yeah, that's so good. <laughs> so they they wanted, like I said, they wanted to make a digitized version of Jean Claude Van Damme, and this was right around the time that like Universal Soldier was coming out, and they wanted a harder edge game, a little more serious, but they wanted it to resemble Enter the Dragon or Bloodsport, where they were a tournament, like an underground fighting tournament. Yeah, and they they succeeded at that. I think so as well. Now, you know they should have had Jackson. Michael? No, Jackson from Bloodsport or from Kickboxer. Initially, in, in in the article here, they said that Johnny Cage was a tribute to Van Damme. Now they're saying that they wanted it to be a spoof on the Van Damme idea, how they wanted him, couldn't get him, so they made a joke out of it. Because they probably wanted too much money. Well, I'm sure. He's like, you want me to put me in a video game? It's going to cost you. So they had other inspirations. Um, some of the characters came from Chinese mythology. Yeah. Some of them came from the fact that they had Americanized supernatural kung fu movies in Big Trouble in Little China. That movie is great. Now, they said that wasn't the biggest influence, but it was an influence. Jack Burton should have been in Mortal Kombat. Hell yeah. Sure. Porkchop Express. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you can see where there are different movies that came out around this time that they just kind of mashed. So they mashed up, because if you think Raiden and the uh, guys from Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, Thunder and Lightning. Thunder and Lightning, very, very frightening. So. You know what Jack Burton says in a time like this? Fuck them. What the hell? Yeah, what, what the hell? So, it's interesting how... Jack Burton. Who? Who? Jack Burton. Me. It's just interesting how... One of the greatest fighting video games ever made... Was made out of... Three or four different movies. Yeah. That they took characters from, lifted characters out of. They were action stars. They were, they're all action... They're probably just... They were action fans. Yeah. They, they like the, the Kung Fu style movies. So. Enter the Dragon is a good movie, though. They had a lot of. Uh, Enter the Dragon's an awesome movie. I love Enter the Dragon. Yeah, me too. Uh, Bruce Lee. Uh, Bruce Lee was awesome. Is Enter the Dragon the one where he fights. Uh, Kareem, uh, 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 Kareem Abdul Jabbar? Kareem Abdul Jabbar? I think so. And he leaves that big footprint on him? It was either Enter the Dragon or. Game of Death. Might have been Game of Death. I don't remember which one it was. But. He fights Chuck Norris in one as well. Chuck Norris beat him. Yeah. Yeah. 
Those those Bruce Lee movies are great. Chuck Norris has never been beat. Well, don't never. But I think that's the only person to beat Bruce Lee was Chuck Norris. Yeah. And that was before he had the beard. He just had the, he just had his own his skills, mm-hmm. and he was good enough. That's how he got his superpowers. He beat Bruce Lee. Beat Bruce Lee. That he did. Hmm. Interesting. So I think Bruce Lee should have been in Mortal Kombat. But I think Liu Kang was based off Bruce Lee. It might have been. Yeah, very similar. Mortal Kombat also was one of the first games that I said, like I said, they had the secret characters. Yeah. They also had secret levels and secret games that you would unlock. And they had Easter eggs. Yeah, I knew about the Easter eggs. It was one of the first to, to put them in. Um, you mentioned Reptile Yeah, we were just talking. Uh, Reptile was a, a hidden enemy. But then when you after you beat him, you could play as him. Yep. There was a hidden game of Pong in Mortal Kombat 2. I didn't know that. There was a hidden game of Galaga in Mortal Kombat 3. And you would have to... Some of it you'd have to be good at the game, at Mortal Kombat. Yeah. You'd have to be good at it and defeat a certain, do a certain level of performance. Some of them, you just had to stumble upon it. They didn't tell you, I mean, there was nothing saying, this is how you get in. You had to perform at a certain level and it would just unlock. Oh, that's crazy. And, and that was before the internet and everything else. You could, you just had to figure it out yourself. Yeah, you just had to figure it out. Now, there was a... Uh, there was a another thing in there that they unlocked the dad's code, I guess. Dad's code? It's called the dad's code. It was based on some British comedy series called Dad's Army. And there was a whole inside joke about that. Oh, I didn't even know that one. That was on the Sega CD version, I guess. That's probably why I didn't know. I didn't have Sega CD. But the Easter eggs... They had different Easter eggs. One was, uh, most of them were just inside jokes between the development team. Yeah. So they would, they, they would make no sense They would make any else. sense to you. But there was one called Toasty, which uh, the, the sound designer would appear in the corner of the screen and yell, Toasty. That's funny. Um, that also was the key to unlocking Smoke in Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah. And he was a great, he was the great ninja. Yeah. Um, then they would yell Toasty after Scorpion would do a burn fatality. It was in most of... Toasty was in most of the different franchises, you know, different sequels. Yeah. And they named characters after different developers. They would flip-flop their letters and their names. and So, I mean, there's all kinds of little Easter eggs that they basically put in there to entertain themselves. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I mean, they made a game that they would want to play. Well, yeah, they made a game they would want to play, and then they put their their own names. You know, yeah. they, they paid tribute to themselves, which is kind of cool. That's what I would do if I made a video game. Hell yeah, we'd be characters in a fighting game. Be like, fight. Uh, then we'd spend five minutes getting up off the couch to fight. <laughs> <laughs> we we get pizza at the end. Winner. The, the loser has to pay for the pizza delivery. <laughs> delivery shows up finally. You <laughs> lost, dude. So they, they actually um, had an animated series on television. They had. I did not know they had an animated series. Yeah. Well, maybe co- I did. 
It was called uh, Mortal Kombat Defenders of the Realm. They had a live action show. Yeah, the live action one was on Sci-Fi, I believe. It was pretty good. I think it went for a couple seasons. Yeah, they, well, they had a couple of them. They had uh, Mortal Kombat Conquest. It lasted one season in 98. Then in 2010, they came back, and it was a web series. And it was called Mortal Kombat Legacy. And then in 2014, they made another one but it never got released it was called uh, Mortal Kombat Generations so it it was released it just never came out or it was developed it never came out that's crazy I would have just released it they had the stage show which is called Mortal Kombat Live Tour that went for a year 95 to 96 oh my god that had been terrible it was a Mortal Kombat characters in a theatrical display on stage so they would have mock battles and then they had an online gambling game. Oh, man. So you could gamble on Mortal Kombat. Dude, speaking of, like, gambling, and you know, kind of a little bit off topic on that. They now have, you know, your kids got sports in school. They now have eSports. Okay. Where kids play games like Mortal Kombat. You bet on it? No, it's, it's like playing football. It's oh, no a kid. sport. It's, cla- it's a sport of school. Oh, really? So now they're playing video games. They're playing video games for for letters. Wow. To get letters, or you get you get uh you can get um scholarships. You get scholarships to play fucking video games. Yes. Okay, so I told a story about I flunked out of college because I played video games. See, you were just now, you were you know if you were about a two decades younger. Yeah. You had been fine. You didn't so, add your scholarship. I flunked out because I played video games. Now kids are getting free college for video playing video games. games. Isn't that some shit? We got hoes, Tommy. We did. We got hoes. I don't know who Tommy is, but I'm Corey. Oh. It's from Davy and Goliath. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. I don't remember last week. Well, that's what we talked about it. We probably did talk about it last week. We did. We, did, we talked about uh, Davy and Goliath. Last, yeah. I think it was yeah, last yeah. week. We got hoes, Tommy. We got hoes. Moral oral. Moral oral. Moral oral. They, they made a collectible card game out of uh, Moral Combat as well. So, and they said it's, it was one of the most successful fighting game franchises ever. Yeah. That and they just hoard the hell out of it. It uh, it got a, uh, it got seven, seven Guinness Book of World Records. Seriously. Wow. It, uh, it that, that was just in the 2008 edition. And in the 2011 edition, it bumped up to 10 world records. So it's uh, wildly successful. And the thing is, it spawned a couple of movies. Um, the first being in 95. You, know, you just watched the recent one. Yeah, the recent one. said it was good. It was good. Their first one was more like the video game because they didn't have much to go off of yet. Right. But, so, I mean, it had, it, I thought the original was good. I remember watching the original. I It's yeah. one of those I watched. And I was like, it's Man. for, like, you know, for its time. You know, I, I know I've seen people post it on, online that they watched the original before they watched the new one. Okay. You know, I, that's what I should have done. I should have probably watched the original, but then I would have probably had higher expectations for the movie. Right. Which I had high expectations for. It was still, like I said, it's still a great movie. It, but you got really built been built up. It, yeah. You gotta take it, you know, you got your different realms or your different dimensions or whatever. I take it like that. Yeah, and that's the the basis of the 
original movie. And like I said, it came out in 95. Yeah. Starring Christopher Lambert. Yeah, he played Raiden. Yeah, Christopher Lambert. Highlander fame. He was a Highlander. I think it was one of his last good movies he actually did. Highlander? Or no. Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat. I. Uh, did you know uh, Christopher Lambert? So, so Adrian Paul was the Highlander in the TV series. Yep. And Christopher Lambert was the Highlander in, in the, the movie. Christopher Lambert. If you ever notice when he does his sword fighting scenes, his sword's very close to his body. Reason being, he can't see very well. So oh, really? They, so they taught him to hold the sword very close to his body, so that he could see what he was doing so he could do some of his own so he's, stunts. That's why that sword's... It is a sword fighting style, but that's why they chose that one. Yeah. Because he, he needed to hold it close to be able to see shit. Um, the, the the basic idea of... So if uh, Kurgan would have just stood back a few more feet, he'd have been fine. Yeah. Yeah, all he had to do is like stand back and have a little bit longer stick. Yeah. He just poke, poke him. him. Yeah, he poke <laughs> him. Um, so yeah, like you said, the plot follows the movie. Or the, the plot follows the, the video game. It's a martial arts tournament held once a generation from representative uh, representatives of Earth and other realms that have been conceived by Elder Gods. And then the Emperor was trying to invade Earth Realm. Then the Emperor was Shang Tsung. Was he the one with all the arms? No, that was Goro. And he was... Uh, he was just one of the fighters. One of the fighters, okay. Yeah. But he was one of the boss fighters. Yeah, he's one of the, he's one of the last fighters. You beat Goro, then you had to fight. Um, was it Shao Kahn? The the emperor. Yeah, yeah, yep. So Shang Tsung was the guy who stole, who took the souls. Yeah. And then Shao Kahn was the emperor. Now, this gives a whole rundown of the movie. I don't want to spoil this movie either yeah. for anybody who hasn't seen. It. I really, I don't remember watching a lot of it. But it's basically the Earth warriors go to battle these otherworldly warriors. An outworld. An out, out, yeah, such as the Scorpion, Reptile, uh, Raiden, Sub-Zero. Then they all have their special, you know, things that they do. Yep. Um, the, Earth, the Earth warriors really didn't have any magical powers. They were just fighters. They're just fighters. And, I mean, they had some, they had a good... They had their own little... They had their own little powers, but it wasn't... They weren't sorcerers. Yeah, they didn't harness the elements yeah. and fire and shit like that. I think Liu Kang did. Liu Kang? Yeah, because he was a monk. So, they had a really great cast of this. You know, Christopher Lambert. Uh, uh, Jason Lee. Jason Lee was at Brigitte, Brigitte Wilson. Bridget, Bridget Wilson with no, Sonya Blade. Yeah, she was. Um, but yeah, a lot of Christopher very, Lee also played Bruce Lee. Yes, he did. Yes, he's he's a great actor. I love his I love his work, man. So there were a lot of of you know notable names, both in action movies, you know action movie stars, as well as the martial arts movies stars. The funny thing, and this name this name comes up in most of our episodes. Voice of the uh, reptile. Frank Welker? Frank Welker. Really? Yes. He did a lot of work. Yeah, he, he was always doing something. And he he's the voice of so many. Oh, so many characters. Characters that we talk up, about. Yeah. Um, 
Now, Johnny Cage is an action star. They wrote a part that was a director of his latest film. It's just a cameo appearance. Yeah. So it was supposed to be Steven Spielberg, but he had a commitment that came up that he had to back out. Oh, okay. So they, they were going to have Spielberg in this movie, which would have been kind of cool. That would have been great. Then Spielberg should have done the last movie. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, interesting... Um, interesting movie. Uh, it says here George Clinton did the film score. Oh, wow. So... So that had to been really... I don't remember the original film score, but that had to have been good if George Clinton did it. It had to be... I He's would, a hell of a producer. Yeah, I would think it would be funky. Funky. Yeah. But maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was more classical. He's probably more... Well, I, remember, I, mean, I mean, I remember vaguely it was more the... Uh, more like the video game soundtrack. Which would have been a cool... Yeah. Yeah. You know, synthesizer style... Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he did. Yeah, I'm sure he did a hell of a job. Now it made opening weekend twenty three point two million dollars. Oh, dude, that back it, then that's a lot of money. Yeah, it it, it opened at number one. It uh, the only one that competed with it at the time was the Babysitters Club that weekend, <laughs> and it was the second highest. August opening film uh, at the time The Fugitive was the only other one that that was above it that's a good one though yeah so I mean it's in great company it was it was the highest grossing adaptation of a video game but then Pokemon the first movie came out and that took it over so I mean damn Pokemon People went nuts over it. Got great reviews over Pokemon. No, well, I mean I, they still get over. They still go nuts over it. Yeah, the 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 first Mortal Kombat got great reviews. People really loved it. It was done well. So and they also um, put Easter eggs from the movies in the video games after that. So Mortal Kombat 11 has tributes and Easter eggs. From the movie. Oh, shit. And they brought some of the actors in from the movie oh, wow. to play characters. That'd be cool. So, it's interesting. Um, there was a sequel to it in 97. Oh, Annihilation. Annihilation. Yeah. And I don't think it did as well. They said it just kind of... They said it, it, it was a failed movie at the box office. And they were going to make a third one, and they canned it. Because... Yeah this one did not do well. So, I guess the new one is actually the third. Unless you want to count the animated film that they made. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be the fourth. It'd be the fourth. And then there was a novel created. There was uh, the, the television shows that we spoke of. He said, finish him. No, 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 no. So... Mortal Kombat, pretty damn successful game. Oh, yeah, for the last 30 years. Pretty damn high on the list of... I guess it would be 25 years or so, 26 years. Yeah, but it's pretty high on the list of of uh, fighting video games. Yeah. Would you say it's your favorite fighting video game? No. I think we have the same favorite fighting video game. 
So we're going to talk about that now. But before we do, I want to take a Gene Simmons break. Hi, I'm Gene Simmons. You're not. Here we go. I just want to... <laughs> Thanks, Rex. <laughs> so we'll talk about our, our, our favorite, which is Street Fighter. Yeah. Street Fighter 2, to be exact. What, you know, but which which version of Street Fighter Two? You got Street Fighter Two. You got Street Fighter Two Alpha Turbo Super Industrial Version Championship Championship. Um, it, it got crazy. Street Fighter Two Tag Team Edition. Street Fighter Two Home Edition. Um, Street Fighter Two Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. Street Fighter Two Pajama Jammy Jam. Pajama Jammy Jam. Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2, um, Judgment Day, um, Street Fighter 2, Bogus Journey. <laughs> Bogus Journey! That's where that's where they all get a telephone booth and travel around, and they fight the guys from Time Killers. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ken and Ryu's Excellent Adventure. That's the first one. Yeah. Now the first one. Just, that's what it is. What it was. It just be you could just be Ken and Ryu. Yeah. That you could only be Ken and Ryu, and that would be fucking boring. Yes. And from what we saw, you were Ryu, unless you got challenged. And player two was always Ken. So player one was always uh-huh. why? And they were the same character, just different different haircuts. Exactly and... the same character. Exactly the same moves. Yep. They, they were they trained at the same place. Yes. So, then they, they introduced Street Fighter 2. Now, this game, I can remember when this came out. And... It was... Oh, it was amazing. Everybody wanted Street Fighter 2. 1991 it came out. Everybody wanted it. Everybody wanted to play it. You would line up, and you'd go for it. Yep. Now, still the basic format for fighting games. Yeah. Six buttons and a joystick. Combination of... But you had ten- six different... You had six characters you can play now. Well, yeah. The first one you had... Did you only have six? You only play, you, you had to fight everybody, but you could only be Ken and Ryu. On the first one? The first one. Now, on Street Fighter 2... There were six different characters. There were, there were six characters? Six or eight. I'm getting eight here. So you had, you had Ryu. Yep who was a Japanese martial artist that entered the tournament to hone his skills. He had won the previous tournament, but he's still not convinced that he's the greatest fighter. So he came back to try fresh competition, which they uh, they gave him. Now, a fellow countryman of his is E. Honda. And E. Honda's a sumo wrestler. So he wanted to improve the negative reputation of sumo wrestling by pr- proving that he's a legitimate athlete. I thought that sumo wrestlers were considered like superheroes in Japan. Yeah, so did I. So this is... They're treated like, they're, they're treated like gods over there. Yeah, they just... They they just feed them. They put they, they have people just feeding them and bathing them and braiding their hair and taking care of them because they are like supreme athletes. Yeah. So... This is some bullshit that the video game made up. Yeah, they didn't know yet. It was 1991. Assume it was an ancient art. Yeah, but it was. we didn't have the internet, and trying to get information from overseas was a pain in the butt. You know. Well, something that they, they did get from another land is um, Blanca. 
He's a beast-like mutant from Brazil who was raised in the jungle, and he's trying to uncover the origin origins of his forgotten past. I loved Blanca. I did like Blanca. Uh, Blanca was one of the players that I always used because he could electrify. He would bite, and he would spin. He would spin. He was green. He would. I mean, he was awesome. I think there was a blue one too, in like one of the other. Versions. In one of the other ones, there was a. Well, that was if, blue. If player one and player two chose the same, yeah, then the other one would be a color variation. Uh, and Blanca also, I noticed when you would um, cower back and cover up, his cover up skills were good. He's like, yeah, he turned to a little ball, yeah. and he would take a lot less damage. Oh he, yeah, he was tough. But yeah, Blanca was awesome. Guile? Guile? Guile. Guile? Air Force. He's an Air Force Special Forces op. The greatest hair in video games ever. Yes. He he's after uh, another player. The the boss he's after the boss. M. Bison. M. Bison. Because he killed his best friend Charlie. So now Ken We'll talk about that in after here in a bit. Yeah, yeah, we, we do need to talk about that. So uh Ken is Ryu's best friend, his greatest rival, and his former training partner, like you mentioned. He's but he's from the United States. So He's arrogant. They yeah, they rekindled their Ryu challenged Ken, rekindled his fighting spirit, and persuaded him to enter the World Warrior Tournament. So he he's cocky and he's arrogant, but he's very aloof. He yeah. He's like, meh, whatever. USA. Ry- Ryu and Ken have the same moveset. They have the exact exactly. same Exactly. They have the, uh, the Ayuken punch. The tiger uppercut. The tiger uppercut. They throw that their fireball thing. Or it was like like, like they're almost like they were throwing air. Yeah. Yeah, but it was like an energy ball thing. Yeah. Um, I hated when you had to play one against the other. Mm-hmm. Because it... It sucked. It was. Uh, it was. Yeah, that one guy who was always wanted to be Ryu. Yeah, and he knew all the moves. Yep. He and he could, he could beat you, no matter what. Yeah. You could be doing your special move, and he'd do that fucking uppercut. Like, no, nah, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. This you. is my game. I'm yep. the king of this. Until I stepped in. Right. <laughs> right. I th- I could do okay at some of these. I still rock at this game, dude. It's fun. Chun Li, my character. That's who you played? That's my character for the last 20-something years. Almost 30 years I've been using Chun-Li. She did uh, Chinese martial arts. She she did Wushu. Mm -hmm. It's a form of Kung Fu. I like Mushu. Beef? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good. Um, So, she was trying to avenge her father's father's death. death. By M. Bison killing him. She had that kick. Okay, so her and, and Honda had similar moves. Honda had the thousand hand yep. punch and she had the, the kick. House, thousand hand slap or thousand whatever. hand slap yeah and she had that kick that just yep. and badass now there there was a little easter egg little glitch where when she would do a certain move her boobs would fall out in the original yes oh wow I didn't know that um, I know she jumped and she's like hee baby oh and she did that spin yeah she, she like turned upside down spin but yeah there was there was a glitch Her helicopter somewhere. kick where her boobs would fall out. But I It's not a glitch. They did that on purpose. Well, yeah, I'm sure. It was, it was an Easter egg. A couple of them. I don't know how they got in there. Yeah, I, I don't know. It must be a glitch. 
But I play this game today with the new ones. Yeah. With my, you know, Street Fighter Three against my kids, and my oldest, he gets so mad because he'll start like, I'm going to use this character. I'm going to get up good at this character. <laughs> I'll just ass. go straight to Chun Li, and I know the moves. The moves have not changed in any of the games. Right. And he's like, you can't do that. I'm like, I just did. I just did. It's it's in the game. I was like, dude, I, he's like, he gets, he gets mad. He thinks I'm using the same moves, right. which is her kick. I'm like, no, I'm using other moves. Yeah. Well, who cares if you use the same moves? I know people will get pissed. Yeah. The people would always get pissed if you'd use that same move mm-hmm. and get them in the corner and just knock the shit out of them. Because they get up and they just knock them back down. Get up, yep. knock them back down. So I'll use the same moves until I get them in the corner and then I hit them with that kick. Yep. And he gets so mad at me. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Dude. I'm like, dude, you can't beat me at Street Fighter, man. I've been playing this game since I was 11. Yeah. Yeah, this was our game. Yeah. Uh, Zangief. 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 A uh, Russian, Russian wrestler. professional wrestler and sambo fighter. He was the one to, to prove that Soviet strength was the strongest form of strength. And he took great delight in defeating American opponents with his bare hands. Yes. He had no special moves. He was, he just, was just big. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. He was a bear fighter, I thought, too. Yes. He yes. wrestled bears. He wrestled bears yeah. for training. And then uh, Dalsam. Dalsam, yep. Fire-breathing yoga master from India. He's a pacifist, and he used the money from fighting in order to lift his people out of poverty. But he was one another one that I loved to use because yeah. he had the rubber arms. He could stretch his yep. arms and legs way out. He breathed fire. And then he would jump up in the air and do that spiral. Oh, yeah. Love that move. And he was the one that, if you could get him to slide and do that kick, you'd get the guy in the corner and just slide. He'd be slide, like, slide, fire. Slide, slide. Yeah. Fire. I love, he was one of my favorites. Ooh, the new, in the Street Fighter 3, I think it's 3, or one of the other versions of Street Fighter, he's got like, he's got the, uh, the thing on his head. Yeah. And it's his big beard. Oh, really? Yeah, he's got this big beard now. Oh, he's got like a turban? And... Yeah, a turban and a big beard. Okay, yeah. okay. Now, they they had bosses, but then in later versions, you could play as the bosses. Yeah. So they had uh, Balrog, who was a boxer. Balrog, yeah, he was the boxer. He looked like Mike Tyson. Yeah, I think he was based on Mike Tyson. He was Mike based Tyson, off of Tyson. That's when Tyson was still big. So he was the, you know, the world's greatest heavyweight boxer. He entered the tournament. Vega who was a bullfighter. He was a matador from Spain. Yep. But he had that claw, and he did ninjutsu. And he was very, he was very vain. Yes, he, he was fighting to eliminate ugly people from the world. Yes. And he was the one, he wore that mask to protect his face, and just before he'd defeat him, if he, he knocked him his, if he knocked his mask off... And his claw would come off. Yep. He'd break his claw, then his mask would come off, and then you would just beat the crap out of him. Yes, and he was a lot of fun. He was a good character because he would climb the wall. Yeah, and spin, spin ju- and jump off. And yes, hit you with that claw. Here's another one I really like to play in the ones where you could pick these guys to play was uh, Saget, the the Muay Thai kickboxer. Oh, Saget! Yeah, he was the villain in the first one. Yes, and that's he got that scar from Ryu on his chest. On his chest, yeah, from the Dragon Punch. Yep. Um, he he was brutal. He was just really big, and he had a lot of great moves. Great he was, yeah, he's a big Muay Thai guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then Bison, M. Bison, who was the boss, but he had psycho power. Psych- he, psychic power. Psycho. Psycho. Psycho power. Oh, it was crazy. It was a mysterious power. And he was the boss in the game, but he became a playable... Like in the champion, Champions yeah. version, he became playable. 
I thought he was a drug lord. All the villains were drug lords. Yeah, back then they were. Cocaine. There's a lot of drug. There's a lot of drug lords back then. Uh, yeah, especially in video games. Or he's trying to take over the world and with a floppy disk. Yeah. Floppy disks were all the rage. Yes, they were. You, if you had a floppy disk, you could take over the world back then. Yep. If you put it in the right computer. Yes. You had to get the right computer. Now, they updated Super Street Fighter 2, and they had four new characters. They added to the roster. T-Hawk, who was an indigenous Mexican warrior. I don't remember him. I don't either. Uh, but they say that his ancestral homeland was taken over by M. Bison. So he was fighting to get his homeland back. M. Bison was just a dick. Yeah. Cammy, who was British, from the British Secret Intelligence Service. Yeah, I remember her. She had the long ponytails. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I liked her. Uh, Faye Long was a martial arts movie star from Hong Kong, and he was trying to he entered the tournament to follow his own path in real-life martial arts instead of movie martial arts. Yeah. He wanted to prove that he was a real martial artist. And then one that I really, really enjoyed was DJ. He was a kickboxing musician and dancer from Jamaica, and he was looking for inspiration for a new song. That's why he started fighting. Oh, my God. He did capoeira, which is the breakdancing martial art. Yeah. Where you jump and spin and dance and flip. He was fun. To, he was really fun to play. One of, my, one of my favorites. So, they, uh, they had different versions depending on where you were, but that's the basic premise of Street Fighter Two, and then the subsequent sequels and adaptations. So, what do you think? I mean, you you obviously love this game. Yeah, this is one of my favorite games to play. Now, I can remember, like I said, the the lines of people that would just wait and wait and wait to play. Oh, at the arcade, at yeah, the arcade, right? Um, and that's that's where my my main exposure to this Street Fighter was. Yeah. Um, when I got the PlayStation version, it was a little different. So, my main exposure was this Street Fighter. Yeah, the arcade version. Loved it. And so many different... I think what I liked about it is there were so many different combinations that you could have. There were so many different... The fighters were all very different. Yeah. Where in Mortal Kombat, it was the same basic idea until you got to the end. Mm-hmm. Or they might have one special move. All of these had a different style. They had a different special move. They had, you know, different combinations to do. I think that's what I liked about it. Yeah, this game was just... I think this game was just all around fun. Well, they spun it off into... Aside from all the different sequels, they also had a lot of merchandise based on this game. Hasbro bought the toy rights, so they put the characters from Street Fighter 2 into the G.I. Joe line. Oh, they did. That's right. They had a line of Street Fighter G.I. Joes. Yep, I remember that. They had an animation in uh, South Korea. They also featured the Street Fighter characters... In a Hong Kong movie called Future Cops. 
They they renamed them all, but they were all the characters. That's cr- that's seriously. Yeah. Oh my god. Then they made an animated movie, kind of a an anime. Yeah, they style did that. Movie. Which wasn't wasn't terrible. No, we and have, then they had the Legend of Chun Li. Yep. And then I thought there was another one, and I don't know if it was a spoof, but it was all Jackie Chan. And oh, Jackie Chan was Chun Li. Huh. I think he was every character. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Well, they made a cartoon, and they combined the video game series plot along with the Street Fighter movie plot starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, yeah. So, it's interesting that Mortal Kombat wanted him, and Street Fighter got him. So, that's the version that I had for PlayStation was Street Fighter the movie video game. And it actually was Mortal Kombat style, where it looked like an actual person. They used the actors from... Jackie Chan as Chun Li. Oh my god. Yes. That is amazing. It's great, dude. That is amazing. But they they used... um, They used the actual actors from the movies to make this video game. So you had... Oh, no shit. You had Van Damme. You had all the... The real actors. They weren't cartoony like they you know, it was an yeah. actual person. That was a lot of fun. That game they had to, wait, wait, say that again, sorry, I got distracted by Jackie Chan Chun Lee. <laughs> it was Street Fighter the movie. Street game? Fighter the movie, the video game. Oh fuck. That's the one that I had for PlayStation. That's what that was your first experience of Street Fighter? No no no. I that was my home Oh that's the one I had for my home system. I would play in the arcade from the moment it came out. And then Capcom had a, a uh a car in the Indianapolis 500, and it was Street Fighter, the race car. No shit. But it did not qualify. Of course not. It was car number 88 in the 1992 Indianapolis 500, but it did not qualify. Who was driving? It wasn't Jeff Jarrett or Jeff Gordon. Jeff Jarrett didn't drive a car. No. He was a, he was a fake singer. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it might have been Dick Trickle. Dick Trickle. Dick Trickle was was and always will be my favorite race car driver. Dick Trickle. Isn't that from Days of Thunder? No, Dick Trickle's an actual NASCAR oh, driver. Oh, really? No shit. Yeah. Yeah. He would always, you don't want to see him, they go to his in, uh, in da- like in-car camera. Yeah. And he'd be smoking a Winston. I think he might have drove the Winston car. Oh, no shit. But he'd have his helmet on and there'd just be smoke rolling out from under the helmet. He'd be smoking while he was racing. That's great. Yeah, Dick Trickle was awesome. He didn't win very many races. But man, I would love it when they would, when he was on the call. You know, they'd be like, "Oh, we'll go, uh, we'll go inside the Dick Trickle car," and it's like, "There's Dick." Be like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> no, he wouldn't. He just keeps and there's smoke fucking rolling out of his helmet. It was hilarious. Oh my god! Yeah, Dick Trickle was awesome. So they sampled Street Fighter in uh, hip hop music. Nicki Minaj did Chun Li. Yep, Nick, Nicki Minaj, uh, Li, uh, Lil B. Sean Price, Mad Lib, The Lady of Rage, Bad Bunny. Uh, there's been a lot of them. DJ Cubert. Um, so yeah, there was a, there was a bunch of. Well, yeah, because Street Fighter. I mean, it's like like Mortal Kombat. It's part of you know pop culture history. Well, and uh, uh, High C actually did a crossover song called "Swingin'" in '93. So they've. They, they've been, you know, hip-hop and Street, Street Fighter, Fighter have been connected since yeah. the beginning, which is kind of cool. 
So apparently, uh, they had it had a very similar influence in the United Kingdom rap culture, where a lot of United Kingdom rappers would sample it or build songs based yeah. on on characters. But I think, aside from the amazing video game, we need to talk about this. The amazing... <laughs> the amazing story of the movie. Yes. So in 94, they the made The amazing this movie. train wreck. This, yeah, this movie was a train wreck. It, uh... <laughs> it had uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. It had Raul Julia. Yeah. Which... Played, Raul, he, he, he was bison. Yeah, he played... Um, Gomez Adams. Yeah, he was Gomez. Raul Julia was awesome. Uh, he died shortly after making this movie. We will talk about that. Yeah, there's there's some shit going. There there is a whole there's a whole train wreck. There's a list of reasons why that should never have been a successful, even a completed movie. Yeah. But they kind of they followed a uh, a storyline that that uh, Guile played by Van Damme was trying to bring down M. Bison, played by Raul Julia, because he was a drug kingpin, and he wanted to conquer the world with a army of genetic super soldiers. So they enlisted the aid of Ryu and Ken to help infiltrate the Empire and destroy it from within. And so that's how they got this turn thing, you know, idea started. All the other characters, or most of the other characters were in there. I... Uh, they were fighting Saget. They were fighting Bison. Uh, Honda was in there. Balrog was in there. Chun Li, I believe. Uh, uh, what's his name? The Russian. Oh, uh, Zangief. Zangief, I believe he was in there. I don't remember. The DJ DJ was in there. The uh, the Capoeira guy. But I don't believe uh, Blanco. Blanco was, was in it. Was he? Yes, he was. Um, Guile's friend Charlie. He got turned into Blanca. Ah, yes, yes. And he looked terrible. Yes, he did. I do remember that now. So they did. They had they had, he had like a pig nose. I yes, I remember this. And he didn't do a lot. Carlos Charlie Blanca. His last name was Blanca. Uh, Andrew Benarski as uh, Zangief. Yeah, that's right. Also known as uh, the Leatherface in. Um, the remakes of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, the new ones? Uh, the new-ish ones. He was, I believe, Benarski was in, was in the ones with Ar- uh, Arlie Ermey. Okay. I believe those are the two that he He's was. the guy that was in the program. Yes. Yeah. They painted his face like a skull. Yeah. Badass actor. Yes. So. Big dude. T-Hawk was in this one. Vega was in it. Uh... A lot of them didn't fight, though. No, they were just kind of... Background characters. Background. So, you've seen the movie. Yeah. Decent? No. Yeah. The movie sucked. Yeah. Okay. Even when you're... What, did it come out in 95? Uh, it was 94. 94? Even for a 14-year-old, the movie's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it... it I mean, it, I mean, he got... Jean-Claude Van Damme. The guy was supposed to have blonde hair... They gave him red hair. And it's supposed to be all spiked up. Yeah. And he wore a beret all the time. Yeah. And he's not, didn't have an American accent. No, he did not. 
We had the, the French accent. He had the French accent with the American tattoo on his arm. Now, there was a, a couple things that we need to discuss here. So, first off, let's go let's go right here and the female lead of Cammy. Yeah. It was not cast at when they started filming. Even oh really? They didn't cast the damn movie. They they were on the plane. They they filmed in Bangkok, mm-hmm. and that's a whole other issue that we'll get to. But they filmed in Bangkok, and the director was actually on the plane flying to Bangkok, and he was trying to figure out what he was going to do about the female lead because he didn't have a cast. He was after they filmed in Bangkok they were going to Australia to, to finish filming so it's going to be start here then go to Australia well that's a long distance he thought you know if we're going to Australia it would be easier to cast an Australian actress there was a copy of Australian People magazine on the plane he picked it up and Kylie Minogue was on the cover and he said that's my actress he got to Bangkok, he called her, casted her, and she got the role. Just because she was on a magazine cover. That's crazy. Because he was needing... An actress. An actress. Now, because it was filmed in Bangkok, the government of Bangkok suspected that there was a coup against the government going on. Yeah. They thought that the film might have something to do with it or the distraction from the film. So they shut down all the roads that led to the set. So the crew had to travel by speedboat down the canals to keep on schedule. Oh my god. So they would have to they would have to go down these canals like at one in the morning so they could get to where they were going. And Van Damme didn't like getting wet. They would get wet during the yeah. the travel, and it would piss Van Damme off. Oh, my God. Probably because Van Damme apparently was doing a large amount of cocaine during the filming. He had probably had it in his pocket. Probably. And also, also, he was having an affair with Callie Minogue. Really? Yeah. So, everybody said that Van Damme was pretty much a pain in the ass during this. You can't blame him. This filming. He didn't know the script. And the ones that he did, you know, the the lines he actually learned, he was not in any shape to enunciate the words. Oh, you got it. He was that fucked up. So... Initially, this role was written for Arnold, and he... Doesn't probably have been a better movie. Right. Well, he made sure that Arnold wouldn't have difficulty with his accent pronouncing the words. Yeah. You know, so he wrote it for an actor with an accent, and they changed any wording that Arnold would struggle with. So Van Damme refused to run through lines to to double check. He just refused. He said, eh, I already did it with my wife. Well, apparently he 
didn't, or apparently he thought he had done a good enough job. I didn't know he was married. Yeah, and he was having an affair with Kylie Minogue at this time. So, when they started shooting, he had a 10... I will say allegedly. He allegedly had a 10-gram-a-day cocaine habit that cost almost $10,000 a week. So, the director hired a handler for him. Yeah. But the handler was getting him cocaine. That's the, funny. The handler was doing cocaine with him. In Bangkok. In Bangkok. And Van Damme called in sick most of the filming. So they would struggle to find something to film. And he just he threw everything off. I would have just fired his ass. There's a point where you know you get so far in, you can't. There was, there was another issue that they had to kind of take into consideration as well. Yeah. Uh, Raul Julia was actively dying during this film. Oh, yeah. No shit. He, just before they started production, he had surgery for stomach cancer. And... That's why he didn't move around a lot. That They changed the script because... They saw what shape he was in when he showed up, and they said, "Now we, we have to film." They, first, they were going to film all the action scenes, and then film the rest. So, when they saw him, they saw he was in no condition to do that much moving. Yeah, they filmed everything that was not action first. Well, he was prepared to do. The action scenes. He, he had prepped on those and studied those. They flipped it and they said, we're going to do the other ones. He had never practiced any of that. So he just kind of winged it. And then that they put all of his scenes towards the end of the movie yep. to allow him to gain weight. They, they allowed him to bulk up so that he looked more formidable. So they moved everything else they just rearranged the script. So nobody had any real training. They hadn't practiced or choreographed oh, any of the Oh, this movie is a train wreck from the get-go. So they had no no practice in fighting. They just said, let's go do it. Well, you can, if you watch and you pay attention, Raul Julia looks... Rough. He looks like emaciated. He, he yeah. Looks, during some scenes. So in the non-action scenes, they said he really looks rough. Then they... And the in, moved in him in fight scene. The in fight scene, he bulked up so that when you saw him, he would look more like his stump double. Yeah, and he still looked rough. And less than a year after he shot the film, he died. So, but he was in the process of dying this whole time. Oh man, yeah. How would you like to be that great actor like him? And your last movie is that freaking that piece of shit. Yeah, train wreck of a fucking movie. Um. So, so due, due to all the issues that they had with, with him basically dying and having to rearrange the script, they, uh, like I said, they had to put the, the, the stunts in a different order. And they didn't have time to really train anybody. So you'd, they think got, they, you'd think they would have had these people training before the movie even started filming. You would think. 
they hired the uh, they hired the stunt coordinator from Die Hard, and they said he was a no nonsense kind of guy. They wanted good physical actors. Wasn't and the stunt coordinator from Die Hard the guy that was eating all the Snickers bars or the Crunch bars? I have no idea. Char- Charlie Panarski. I don't know who. Old Japanese dude. No, no, I don't think so. Uh, But he told the director to get good physical actors and to cast it immediately. The director did not do that because, like I said, he didn't even have the female lead until he arrived. So how are you going to cast her stunt double without having her cast? So they... They wanted Bison to be on cables and flying around and whatnot. Yeah. And he's weak and he had cancer. So the choreography was so rushed that it just was shit. Because the, the, they didn't give the stunt coordinator anything to work with. Oh, I'd have been pissed. So then when they had the martial arts expert come in, who was uh, Benny the Jet? Remember the, the, the fighter, Benny the Jet? Uh, yeah. Urquez? Uh, he, he didn't know what the story was. So he didn't know that each character was supposed to have a distinctly different fighting style. That's, like, very important. Yeah. So he trained them all the same in the same style. And he didn't have time to train everybody. So he's just like... Here we go. And they then they looked at it and they said, okay, wait a minute. Why is everybody fighting the same way? Yeah. He's like, because I, I, that's how I trained them. I'm like, no. Well, then the, <laughs> the uh, one actor was sitting there having lunch and the assistant director came over and said, are you ready for your knife fight? And he goes, what are you talking about? He goes, you have a knife fight. So they went and they grabbed an extra that just happened to live in Thailand and they asked can you you know he was a stump player yeah and he said can you help train me real quick for this knife fight so they trained knife the knife fighting scene on the spot and oh my god he just taught him what he knew and that's what they put in the movie it it was insane oh dude I'm about to watch this fucking movie again so they were so concerned about overloading movie with characters. So Capcom he, he he talked Capcom and only letting him put seven in. That's more than he wanted. Yeah. But every time that they would ask Capcom was very involved in this movie. They would ask to see a uh, a script. So he'd give them a script and they'd say, Yeah, but we added a character to the game. And we want to represent that nation. We don't want that nation to be yeah. upset. Or they would look and they'd say, uh, this character is very popular in Japan and we want to release this movie in Japan and really push it, so can you write more dialogue or can you write more action for this character, that character? Uh, we want, you know, they, they wanted to cover their bases so that... Because I think Ken and Ryu weren't even the stars in the movie. No, it was it was Guile. But they said all these other characters were popular in different countries. Yeah. So they wanted them to have more equal time. Man, they should. I mean, this movie was just done. It was written poorly. It was t- the acting was poorly. Yeah, they. It's just a shit movie. I mean, I would have had. I would have had Van Damme be Guile, or not Guile, but Ryu. Yeah, 
And that's something he could do. Well, and that's what this mentions right here is that he was supposed to be a decorated American soldier. He barely spoke the language. Yeah. They, you know, they needed to, you can, you can have an accent, but you need to have more, he needed to be a, a more established, I would say a more established American actor Yeah. to play that, that role. He wasn't the best choice, but it just, he wasn't the, he was the actual, absolutely worst choice. Yeah. They had to reshoot a lot of shit. They just and they probably cost it probably cost them a shitload of money just to have him there, right? Well, and ten thousand dollars a week in coke. Yeah, yeah, it was. They, they had to reshoot and they couldn't go back to where they originally shot, so they went to Canada and reshot a bunch of shit. Oh, are you kidding? They, yeah, because Canada and Thailand look exactly the same. Exactly. Yes. Yes. They. I think I was pretty much fan damn last great or last big role that he did I mean he did he did the uh, the, um, the 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 Stallone movies yeah are they Expendables the Expendables yes he, re- he did that I mean, he played the villain in that but yeah. I mean I don't remember him really being big on anything since that since Street Fighter. Yeah, not really. And I, I mean, think that not, movie not, ruined his career. At least not here. Yeah, that movie ruined his career. He, he was still big in, you know, Japan and shit like that, but nothing over here. So, they said that everything was, was just fucked up in this movie. And they even botched their biggest practical effect, which is an explosion. They were supposed to blow up a part of the temple. Yeah. And all the actors were standing outside watching it blow up. And when they blew it up, they blew up the whole fucking building and they didn't mean to. Oh, man. <laughs> and they said that there was uh, $240,000 worth of scaffolding around the building that melted from the blast. And they said it looked good, but it, it cost them a quarter of a million dollars. And oh. scaffolding. It's a lot of scaffolding. Yeah. And they had the actors in a dangerous position because they weren't prepared for... So, obviously... Wasn't, they, there wasn't controlled bl- blast. Yeah, they obviously cut a corner there. Cut a lot of corners. Well, one place they didn't cut a corner is in the uh, the song. They had an official... They had an official rap song. Really? An official rap song. It was uh, it was called "Straight to My Feet." It was by MC Hammer, featuring hip hop legend Dion Sanders. Hip hop legend Dion Sanders. Dion freaking Sanders. He played for the Cowboys. Yeah, that that's that's the one. Yeah, okay. Dion Sanders uh, featured on the MC Hammer song. There's another quarter of a million dollars gone. And this movie is just a money pit. They, uh, Van Damme was in the video. He danced and kicked. And then all the, uh, bad guys kicked down the, the door of the club. And then they missed, they missed the, uh, opportunity to have a dance off. They didn't do it. They set it up for a dance off and did not do it. Oh, are you kidding me? 
So that's a waste. Everything was a botch. Everything sucked. The movie just was shit. The uh, Bangkok. They said that Bangkok basically ruined a lot of the actors because they were unfamiliar with the cuisine, so they couldn't keep weight on because they all got the shits. Yeah. They were sweating. They uh, got the shits from bad water. Uh, they were injured in car accidents because they weren't used to driving on the the uh, wrong, the other side of the road. They were all driving on the wrong side of the road. Yeah. And one of the uh, biggest drawbacks is that it was a lot of, of cheap entertainment. They could get a massage and a uh, hand job for ten bucks. Oh. So they were having trouble finding actors. A lot of the folks because they uh, were out getting hand jobs. That's insane. This movie was just. They never said. They never said the catchphrase. Haidukin. Never once in the movie did no. they say it. They did not. They didn't use some of the key moments of the video game. I don't know how Capcom signed off on this. I, I, I have mean, no Even idea. after the movie was filmed and done, Capcom, you think they would have said, we want to see the rough cut. Yeah, you think they would want something. It, it, but it was probably one of those, well, we put the money in it, let's see what we can get. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's see what we can get back. I'm surprised they didn't go bankrupt after this. They wanted it to be PG-13, but they struggled, and they were basically awarded a G rating. <laughs> they didn't want a G rating at all. So they, in an effort to get their PG-13, they put in audio that made it sound like Van Damme said, four years of ROTC training for this shit, and they got their PG-13. Are you kidding? <laughs> they, they made Van Damme say, shit. And they said that everybody had a ridiculous job, like side job. Yeah. So they were, like Ryu and Ken were con artists. Bison is a computer expert. Dalsam, yoga master, and scientist. Oh. Uh, Those go together. The, I mean, I guess uh, they could. But they, but they said that the boxer and the sumo wrestler, they were professions. And DJ was a DJ. You know. It, they said they just made up all this bullshit. Uh, Chun-Li was a journalist. Chun-Li was a cop. She was a journalist in this. She, she majored in journalism and kung fu, they said. So it was just bullshit. And then the movie wraps up with the entire cast striking a pose. They break the fourth wall at the very last scene. Oh, yeah, that's right. And they pose for the audience. So that's, to me, basically a big fuck you. You sat through this shitty movie, you paid for it, and now we're going to sit here and stare at you as a credits roll. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. Oh, my God. Horrible. I think I've seen this movie once. I've seen it a couple times, and sometimes... I've seen it, and then I learned the story, and I watched it again. And I'd be willing to watch it again, because the more you know about the story, 
the worse it gets. But the better it gets. Because you can look for the... You can look for Van Damme being coked up. You can look for the, the, the botches in the, oh, yeah. in the choreography. So, what, what, what do you think about... Great game. Terrible movie. Yeah. I mean, it's just... I mean, just... I mean, I've seen it, and just you talking about it, dude, it just makes it an even more of a train wreck. It, it sounded like it would be a fucking nightmare to work on. Well, dude. We've, would, we've worked on some... Bad stuff. Yeah, we've, we've worked on some difficult, and, and, you know, and it's been a while since we have. We, we've lucked out lately working yeah. on, on film sets uh, with some really, really good oh, yeah. people. But we've worked on some nightmare sets. And there's nothing compared to this. No, no, no. It's, it's, like I said, I'm surprised the movie actually got finished. I, I'm surprised it got finished, and I'm surprised it got the release it did. Yeah. So, check it out. I mean, hey, you know. If, if you, you haven't seen it, just be fair warned. Yeah, we, we warned you. It's going to be a shit show. But check it I mean, check, I think it'd be worth a, a watch. Yeah. Just to see how bad it really is. But maybe we'll check it out sometime. That'd be fun. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. We got a list of shitty things we need to check yes, out. Yes, we do. So, anything else to Cowboys wrap up? Cowboys and Moon Mesa. We are going to check out. Man, that, that does actually sound like a really good I, show. Yeah, it does. Now that we shit on it. This is something that we shit on that we know is shit. So, uh, any, any final thoughts on fighting video games as a whole? No. Okay. We, I think we covered. I think we covered it. We we covered about two hours plus of fighting video games. So, we'll go ahead and, and close this out. Yeah, because we're both tired. We're, yeah, we both need naps. So, for the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power, I am Mikey. I'm Corey. We'll see you next time. Say goodbye, Corey. Goodbye, Corey. Are you can. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. If you want to talk to the show, drop us an email. RetroPowerHour at gmail.com We'll see you next week.